3D6 Down the Line. Hey everyone, welcome back to 3D6 Down the Line. We are continuing with our Mega Dungeon Crawl, The Halls of Arden Vool by Richard Barton. This is episode 32. Uh, and I am John. I am your referee going around the horn. Uh, Mike is dead to us. He is out tonight, unfortunately. But continuing on. Uh, I'm David. I'm playing Onweir, the illusionist and uh, party uh, chaos engine. Uh, I'm uh, Matt. I play Avaricious, the left hand of Lysion, level five cleric. And I'm Ted. I'm playing the level three goblin, Mortis J. Gobliano, Mortis the Manicured. And, wow. <laughs> when did you have time to do that? <laughs> what a quirk. What a twist. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's episode 32. Uh, we're using the old school essential system by Gavin Norman. And, uh, as many of you may have already discovered, we have a new website up. So if you go to 3d6downtheline.com, we have all of our episodes, both video and podcast versions of both campaigns, both Dumbledore and Halls of Arden Vool, available for you to watch on that website. Plus, we have character sheets. We have useful OSR links in case you are new to the scene. We have merchandising, merchandising, as you can see below. <laughs> and... Uh, what else do we have? I'm on your there? biggest customer. <laughs> yeah, we have a little about <laughs> section about all of us uh, with some just delightful details about the five of us. And um, uh, what else do we have? Oh, my house rules. My house rules are all nicely labeled there um, in drop down format, which so many people ask about. But you can also access those by just clicking the link in all of my video descriptions. You can find that as well. But it's all nicely, conveniently located in one stop shop on the website, which will expand as we go forward. So pretty exciting news. Please go and check it out, 3d6downtheline.com. All right. Anyways, back to Ardenvul. Oh, boy. So it is the 21st of Ligarios. It is 10.30 p.m. at night. It is an hour and a half left before you guys will suffer the effects of fatigue. Um, you are... Uh, you have just looted... Uh, not looted. You have carefully rummaged through and taken items of value from the from the uh, corpse of trusty Iridel, um, who has suffered uh, death uh, by baboon hands. And you've retreated back to the magical laboratory, back beyond the secret door, closed that secret door so that the baboons could not find you in case they were able to break down the uh, door barrier leading to the magic laboratory. Um, and you have made your way all the way back up, I think is where we sort of left it. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think we were like running up the stairs. Yes. Uh, and so, you said you would worry about what happened topside today. Right. <laughs> I think um, we're going to worry what happened topside. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think John worried very much at all. Yeah. I'm no. fine. I'm totally cool. Yeah, I, cool. <laughs> I can tell you lost a lot of sleep over this. <laughs> I'm not stressing yeah. about it at all. Um, did I, I think, I believe I said that it would be 1030 um, by the time you got to the top, right? Yeah, that's, that's sounds right. right. Yeah. Uh, so you do still have at ten thirty. You still have two turns left on your silent spell, Evericios. Oh, so, so those were odd uh, steps on the, on the way up. So uh, yeah, the the spell, as I recall, was cast on uh, Nyal, right? So he's just been this little floating bubble of quiet all right. the way up. Um, yeah. But you know what, guys? Maybe when we uh, reach the top, we could all kind of like bundle up together and maybe take advantage of this in case uh yeah. john i don't remember was there a door 
uh, at the top of these stairs, or was it just kind of open? Uh, no, it was a. Uh, it was just open. It was like a amidst the ruins, basically. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, so as we approach the top of the staircase, we should bunch up and slow down and move cautiously about uh, approaching Spider Country. Do you want to? Uh, you know, I we could uh, uh, kind of. I can with my shield. I can kind of shield the lantern so that not much light is coming up and you could just like peek over with your infravision. And- yeah. Yeah. I think Mort would absolutely would do that. Um, you know, see if he can see any spider shaped heat sources uh, and move forward slowly looking around. Right. Um, recognizing it's okay. a real possibility there, you know, we'll be spiders waiting to get the jump on us. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah, so going back to this um, priest's residence, I don't remember what I said about that, but I believe it was actually like there was a there was a door, like secret door in the wall. Yeah, because you had followed like the footprints that basically led through all the detritus to that oh, yeah. blank section of wall, and then you were able to actually find the secret door. However, it was the spiders that were living up in the upper hole of that basement yeah. um, where you had the problems, right? Where you sent the chicken in and all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. So. Mort, when you kind of um, slowly move the secret door aside to kind of peer out, you can see that it does not look like much has been disturbed. There is still the remnantsing corpse of uh, corpses. I can't really remember of spiders. Yeah, there. I think we killed two, right? Yeah, sounds about right. Um, so okay. those are all still there. But um, mm-hmm. otherwise, other than sort of like the, the smell, you don't notice anything amiss. Um, you do take a note, once again, that there were these um, uh, three broken marble statues. Um, as well as a the colossal marble um, right leg of uh, uh, the armored right leg of, of Arden. When you say oh. colossal, do you mean uh, Colossus of Rhodes colossal or colossal like the six of us could pick it up and carry it back to the end? You could definitely carry it back. It's in proportion mm-hmm. to the other pieces that you found, right? And one of which is right. the head, which is actually mounted atop the end right. of the broken head. And yeah, what was the piece that we brought back the first time? Was it a right foot arm. or a leg? An arm? Was it an arm? Yeah. Pretty sure it was an arm. Um, go back and find that in the notes. But um, uh, we made good money on that, and I'd say we bring the leg back. Yeah. I wonder, like, if, if um, you know, if there are all these pieces, like, spread out all over the city, I mean, we already sold one. Does that... This like you know is is it like taking the action figure out of the box? Is it already kind of like uh, you know out of the bag that we can't sell the whole set, which would be worth more? Are we already kind of locked in a path for um, you know selling these piecemeal as we find them? Do you think, or is there? I don't know if there's any reason to like save them up. And is that the only one that you found? The other one, the we found uh, the, an arm. I yeah. found it here on the sixth of Ligarios. We found an arm and we sold it to the sculpture merchants. And I remember at the time, John saying that, and, and I think we kind of may have shot ourselves in the foot as it were, but we sold the arm, which means that we are not going to be the ones to reassemble Ardenvol. Now that suggests that, you know, there may have been some awesome thing we could have done with that. On the other hand, 3,000 gold gold pieces is not to be sneezed at. That was big money we got from those guys. Um, And for a leg, I'd say we would get even more or or we keep the arm or keep the leg and we don't give it to them. Um, 
but we've kind of already gone down the path of selling off body parts of, of Arden. So uh, I don't see why we wouldn't continue if you guys want. I mean, you know, pick it up, take it back, big money, go to Gosta yeah, and make retire. I mean, because the, the only other thing I could I could see is like like slowly kind of keeping track of where all these things are over time and and then trying to like buy the arm back or something. But that might get weird. I guess we could leave this here and investigate whether those guys still have the arm or where they've already sent it off to wherever their buyers are. Uh-huh. Because if they've already taken it away, we might as well sell them the leg. This is true. We're this never going to get that arm back. You also uh, have the uh, the three broken statues as well. Each of them is about yeah. six feet tall. You have a feeling that they're um, that they would, uh, you know, those are something that the statue brokers themselves would also uh, pay pretty handsomely for. You pro- you think that they would they would be worth a great deal more if they were actually repaired um, in, in one way, shape, or form. Um, one of them is mm. um, uh, Horace in a triumphant pose. Um, another one is uh, depicting uh, what looks to be, you can't really recognize him, but it looks to be like a very important human figure of the order of Thoth, like, like, a, like a very powerful priest of some sort. Um, and uh, uh, one is actually a finely dressed goblin Actually, oh, in, okay. in our Arcantian noble uh, dress. Anyone I recognize? No, unfortunately not. Hmm. The, only one, the only one you recognize is Horace. And so, uh, would we speculate that if we were to bring these damaged stack, statues down to Gosterwick, somebody in Gosterwick might be able to repair those, or is this something that might need like magical repair? Oh uh, no, it, it, just normal repair. But um, okay. you know, you kind of figure that the statue brokers themselves probably have either that capability or know or know the right people. You know what I mean? Obviously, obviously they would know the right people. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Man, it so. seems like a lot of trouble to drag those things all the way down. Yeah, I'd say just sell them. I mean, it's free money. All yeah. it costs us is carrying it for a couple of hours across town. Yeah. How, don't, how don't heavy? It. Sell yeah. them. Yeah. How heavy are they, John? Uh, can how many do we? I mean, we got some burly um, guys. Can uh, we? Uh... They're heavy as shit. I mean, there's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're. Um, uh, hold on, I'm getting the map of the ruins here. Here we go. Because we don't have a cart or anything. Like, if we, if we had a cart, right. I mean, we could leave them here. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. So, the. Um, uh, I would say, like you, like with, with all of you guys, unless you had some other means, like if it was just using your strength of arms, then you're talking about like one statue at a time, right? Yeah, yeah. One statue, you know, say the Thoth or the Horus one. And John, on this map, we're in the circle labeled ISOs, right? Uh, hold on a second. I think so. Yeah, to the uh, yeah. kind of what what mm-hmm. uh, like okay. north of Dalton's. So it's not horribly far. We pick up one statue, we carry it back, you know, sell it, and inquire about Arden's arm. Hey, who bought that? Where's that thing going up to? And they say, oh, it's still in the shed in back. Okay, hmm. maybe maybe we reformulate the plan. But um, the way I see it, as a goblin, that's free money. Let's go earn it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Uh, whichever. Which one is in uh, like the most together shape, John? Um, looks like 
Horace is in the best shape. Mm-hmm. In his current in his current condition, you think you'd probably be able to fetch like seventy five for it, but it would be worth like close to ten times that much if you were actually able to repair it. Um, seventy five gold. Yeah. Oh, forget it. Oh yeah, that's not worth it. That's not that's not worth that. I thought, I thought it'd be like, you know, a thousand or something. Yeah, why don't we uh, postpone a repair project for later on yeah. when things are a bit safer, and then maybe it's worth us, you know, yeah. spending some time doing that. We can chase down the arm later. Yeah, maybe we could, um, you know, kick some leaves and rubble over the arm, so or the leg rather, so that it's not so obvious sitting in this hole to someone else who comes down here. Sort of, you know, hide it a little bit, and then let's get out of here. There's no if there's no uh, spiders waiting to jump on us. Doesn't appear to be. Okay. All right. So when you make your way out of the um, basement and you're in the ruins of the residence itself, there is um, the twinkling stars are above you in a partly cloudy sky. So it's not completely well lit. You know what I mean? But um, it's dark. Uh, you're not used to actually being out here in, in darkness as you sort of survey the ruins. The uh, top of the pyramid basically dominates your view to the south. And you can see the twinkling um, torchlights of the watchtowers to the north as well. Um, and way off in the distance beyond the ruined walls to the northwest, you can see some lights coming from the broken head as well. That's way off in the distance. Um, however, uh, you can hear the sounds of multiple creatures uh, moving around in the distance, like on your path to, like in either way, like if you were going to break to the east to get to the main boulevard, in order to go through the gate, or if you were going to go as the crow flies directly to the inn, you could hear uh, hushed voices and scrabbling around in multiple directions. And you can uh -huh. see in the darkness, you can see moving shapes that are sort of low to the ground, obviously trying to be surreptitious. Hmm. Uh, do these, uh, you say that the shapes are low to the ground. Does it look like hunched over mm -hmm. uh, humans? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like beastmen or baboons? Uh, you can't tell. Okay. And you can only, you can barely hear like what sounds to be voices, but they're very, very low. Like they're obviously trying to be quiet. Um, but there it appears to be like, there might be like a band of like three of them that are actually pretty close to you guys or sort of like around the edges of the residence itself, but don't seem to be aware of you at all. Um, and um, uh one thing that you note is that despite the number of them, um, none of them uh, appear to be using light sources at all. Oh, yeah. And, and you say we could kind of hear them. Are they, you can, you can hear them. Yeah. You can't hear what, what language you're speaking though. Okay. Just like murmur, yeah. murmur, murmur. Okay. But more your, um, your infravision is popping off in many, many different directions. Right. Which means theirs will pop off as soon as they see us to say yeah. nothing of any lantern we might have. Now you guys are right now like in the in the middle of like a ruin, so you're sort of uh, uh, obscured by by yeah. stone and stuff like that. But yeah, I, th I think it might be worthwhile, uh, you know, crouching in the ruin here and waiting to see if they enter or see what direction the voices go. I'm, I yep. presume yeah. they may be approaching this, but I'd rather be in here when they arrive than out there. I, I agree. Yeah. I was thinking we we sit tight, watch them, <clears throat> and, and jump them if we if they come close. Otherwise, yeah, let them pass and book it uh-huh uh john you were you were saying that like we're really close to starting you know to be exhausted um i can't remember though how long of a rest does it take to recover that much is it 
I was, 10 minutes is in an hour. I can't remember about how long to recover what from, well, like when, when you're dungeon delving, like every hour you have to rest a certain amount of time. Oh right? yeah. That's one rule I, I, I did away with. Um, okay. But, uh, is this kind of fatigue I'm talking about, like you need a night's rest. Okay. So just like hunkering down for an hour is not going to take care of mm-hmm. this. We got to sleep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I believe if I could, your night's rest rule, um, it's not just a night's rest. It's a night's rest in a safe place, right? Like even if we set watch, we wouldn't really get rid of fatigue. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You need to be safe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, lest I forget, I have a magic invisibility cloak. <laughs> Should I just go invisible and go check these guys out? Well, remember they, they aren't using, uh, light sources. So if they have infravision also, they'll still be able to see you. Infravision can see through right. invisibility. Is I that within the rule book? Well, it's oh. just, uh, it's it, invisibility makes you not able to be seen. Um, which is assuming like the normal spectrum of light, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, so oh. my, my question then is, can InfraVision see invisible? It breaks invisibility? Uh, I do not think it could. I wouldn't assume as much, because then anyone with InfraVision could see anything invisible. Yeah, man, that's yeah. that's pretty... Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I was just guessing. Because like, you know, if yeah, it's I mean, just I, a visual I, I thing... I understand like, the Predator thing you're kind of yeah. going through, but like... Yeah. I'm just yeah. assuming mechanically that wouldn't be the case, but I don't want to gripe too much about it. That's fine. Yep. Okay. Uh, why don't I ping off the cloak and poke my head over yeah. a ruined wall and look at him, see if I can see anything yeah. in the shadows. Okay. So uh, you can see, uh, let's see, where you are, just looking in the darkness. You can see that they're smaller than man-sized. Um, mm-hmm. They are uh, look smaller than they probably are because they are hunched over a little bit. Um, and uh, they are making efforts to hide their appearance so like they've got like ratty cloaks that are kind of covering their heads and stuff like that and you're seeing like a troop of like three of them that seems to be sort of sniffing around the edges of the residence sort of peering in at different places but once again it's so dark that you can't really you can't really make out like what they are or you know what i mean sure uh can i can i uh grab a pebble grab a pebble and heft it sort of uh in the direction of a clearing that might show a little moonlight. Does that make sense? So they're sure. not like shrubs. Yeah. See if so they like follow the noise. All three of them whip around and you see another group way off in the distance. You can hear them probably more likely, like you can hear them react as well. And they let out like an involuntary shout. And when you hear the voices sort of raise an alarm, um, you can detect them as goblin, like no doubt. And oh, they yeah. are, um, um, and they immediately whip out uh, uh, bows, like they're like quickly like pull like an arrow out, and they and they string their bow, and they get like real low to the ground, and they're just sort of like looking that direction, and they they say something in goblin, and then they're uh, like one sort of pushes back, and then kind of moves forward a little bit, like telling the other ones to be quiet as he kind of moves forward and steps into like that area of moonlight, um, and looks around, kicks the rock, and just shrugs back at his companions. As you're looking around on Weir as well, you can see that at the top of the pyramid, um, there is a small flickering torchlight at, in that open platform at the very top. As in the entrance? Yeah. Uh, so these might be our goblin gang. Uh, oh, yeah. I think it makes sense. Ground. <laughs> Interesting. Well, it's, not, it's nighttime. Why not? I mean, I mean, I can, I can think of two two choices. We either kind of like 
I mean, I think they're probably going to come down here um, if we try to like, you know, uh, hide out. But the other thing we could do is like literally call out to them like, hey, because they we're we left on friendly terms with them. They they liked us. Friendly ish. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, we we set that we set up their uh, their new uh, uh, territory for them. Mort, you and can tell through the infravision, Mort. Um, yeah, uh, your your infravision goes what a uh, uh, sixty feet. Yeah. So at least uh, as far as that goes, in the direction of the um, of the north, it looks like there's more. Like basically, like you can you can uh, plot a course that would, if you were quiet, that you could avoid them. If you go to the boulevard and up towards the north gate, it looks like they're avoiding being on like the main lines of sight. I uh-huh. see. You see what I'm saying? Like there's more yeah. of them that are actually in your path to go directly to the inn. But should you want to take the main boulevard, it looks like they seem to be wary of the open space of the boulevard. In addition to um, it looks like they are aware of the guards that are in the in the towers. Yeah. And John, you said we have, uh, well, you said at the top of the stairs, we had two turns left on the, on the silence. Yeah. Maybe we have one turn left now. That's probably true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That might help us like scramble out of here. Yeah. Right. So it takes, um, it takes three turns to get back to the broken head via that route. If you okay. are moving at, um, uh, if you're moving at 90, which is what my assumption was when I made the calculation. I think that's yeah, our... Which we're I also think, at 90. I think you're at 90, yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't we do that? Why don't we take advantage of this silence and your infravision to guide us and we can kind of like thread the needle um, and uh, uh, book it towards the gate? I think... I think that makes a lot of sense. I would only suggest the possibility that they are is, is are they avoiding the boulevard because of the watchtower? Or are they avoiding the boulevard because of that's the no man's land between them and the baboons or something like that? But I I think it's probably the watchtower. I think it's probably my, my get would be the watchtower. Yeah. yeah. And looking at the map from where we are, we wouldn't be on the boulevard for that long. Let's just so, do it. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so you head over to the boulevard. Um, now you are not, uh, those of you who do not have information, you're not going totally blind. There is uh, moon and starlight, although it is an overcast night. So it's difficult. You kind of have to watch where you're going. You know, you're definitely like relying a lot on Mort to sort of guide you, but it's not like you're in complete and total darkness. Like you're not blind. Okay, um, so you make your way up and you're moving very slowly and carefully. I'm going to make a roll here real quick. Okay, and you uh, you make your way onto the boulevard itself, and uh, no, none of the goblins seem to see you. Um, they seem to be, a lot of them are, so as you look back towards the pyramid, you can see that there are a number of goblins that are actually sitting or standing on the steps of the pyramid itself. And you see that the flame that is up at the top of the pyramid sometimes is broken by a moving form that moves across it every once in a while. Um, And they've really claimed this. um, In addition, you see that there are. uh, Well, actually, I don't think you would, because even with your distance, Ted uh, Mort wouldn't be able to see that. But yeah, they they definitely most of them appear to be west of where you are right now, Um, like back towards uh, Isocritus's entrance. Anyways, did. Did you say they looked like they were looking for something or just snuffling around? 
snuffling around. It's sort of like they, it looks like they were just sort of have been sent out into various little tight groups and they're just sort of investigating what's up here. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, in the meantime, as you move north toward the boulevard, you can see that the um, uh, that there are there is a brazier that has been lit in each one of the watchtowers to the north, right? Like a like a hearty fire um, up at the top. However, you notice that normally there would be one guard in each one of the towers. There are uh, as you approach, you actually see that there are three guards in each one of the towers. And two, two of the guards that you see in the, um, two of the three that you see in each one, um, you do not recognize as staff of the end of the broken head. The other ones, the other ones you do, they are the regular, the other ones. Um, and as you approach, they shout down like, who goes there in the dark of night? Are you friend or foe? We are friend. It is your old comrades, the AV club. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> strikes fear into the heart of its enemies right. the, the gravitas you know it's, it's, it's I know it resonates <laughs> what are you doing out there so late uh, heading to the inn for drink and vittles you hear um like there's some conversation going on up in the towers um and uh, there's one woman that actually steps out and she pounds her chest and she's like, do you recognize this? And you look and you can see that uh, 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 kind of shining in the firelight that uh, on her chest and emblazoned is the sign of the wine dark cohort. Wine dark. Oh. That are, well, I can't remember her name now. Um, Nicasia. It's not, that... it's not Nicasia. All right. I'll say is the mark of the wine dark cohort. It appears that our job down in the tunnels below has, uh, has uh, c- caused people to want to hire us a little bit more. Royal <laughs> yeah, well, business brings business. This is good. Stirred up the hornets, too. Have you noticed all the goblins out in the field? Goblins? No. Where? What? Ooh. I thought that's why they were all extra stocking up the guard towers here. <clears throat> oh, interesting. Yeah, they, they're like, we well, get through the gate, get through the gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it's. I think we should brief them uh, on what's going on out out there in the night. That there's a crap ton of goblins running around. So you see, like, uh, like all all six of the guards now have their arrows out and they're like frantically like scanning the city ruins below as you kind of make your way through the through the gate. Um, and as you look back, like uh, more, you see no sign of any heat now, like at all. But once again, um, but for one thing, you know, for a fact, you know, like you only have a 60 feet range on that thing anyway. So that's could be part of it. Surely we'd be able to see the torchlight on the top of the tower from here at uh, night from the pyramid. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry. when you look back through um, after your conversation, you see that the, the, the light has blinked out at the top of the pyramid. Ooh. Oh, that's not discomforting at all. <laughs> Were they listening to us? And you can, have you, you can, right there. Well, you're sure, like on the back of your neck, like you, like you can hear, like the little pitter pattering of goblin feet, like behind you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. I have goblin feet, and I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! All right. <clears throat> well, yeah, we. I definitely think we should brief them on the number of goblins we saw out there, and that they are swarming the pyramid, and so on and so forth. Okay, so you, you want to actually want guys- go up the tower right. 
go up one of the towers? I mean, actually, yeah. Well, I, we haven't really been in or seen these yeah, towers. Let's go, let's go up and take a look. Yeah, why Maybe not? Something new. Okay, so uh, when you go up at, let's say you go up at like the western tower of the north gate, the um, uh, the the exterior of the tower is is largely ruined, but they have done a number of um, uh, inside. They have actually reconstructed it to be quite thoroughly defensible and um it actually is like really really nice like you know like solid wood stairs that go all the way up and um there are numerous places where there are landings where they can actually fire out from different levels um and each one of those they actually have like a stock of um of uh arrows and then they have pitch um and um all sorts of like materials and stuff like that now up at the top is sort of like where they actually have their station so there's like a full thing there like crates and right. uh, barrels of food and drink and stuff like that um a little small little table plenty of ammunition um uh even some backup melee weapons as well uh and uh yeah and just some other useful things or things that pass away past the time and all that sort of stuff uh, it's pretty crowded up there when you get up to there um and all of you guys are up there in addition to these um these men Men and women, um, and uh, you give them the deets. Yeah, I want to, you know, get a footstool and push it up to one of the little uh, niches and climb up there, you know, and say we we're coming back from our explorations and not say where we were, and just indicate kind of like this range of territory. We saw many goblins. We saw fires on top of the pyramid. Goblins there as well. They don't seem to be doing anything other than exploring, but I thought you should be aware that they're out there. In they're the peering night. over the sign. It's like, we can't see them, but we appreciate you telling us. It's yeah. I, I don't know what is what's bringing them outside. They usually stay in their little hidey holes underground. Oh, well, you never know what goblins will do. I look <laughs> at her. And if you didn't come out from the pyramid, where did you come from? Did you cross oh, the entire city? there somewhere. It, you know, there's, we were exploring. It's we weren't anywhere where the goblins were. We just saw them, and I then I saw you guys had put more people on the tower, and I assumed you knew. Yeah. No, we, we had we, no we, idea. We are very, very, very skilled at avoiding trouble when we need to. Now, are you sure that this is like the woman speaking? And she's like, "Now, you're sure these are goblins from down below, like the Ardenvul goblins? Because it's a weird coincidence. Because uh, are you absolutely sure they're not wick trimmers?" That is a very good question, and no, I'm not certain they're from down below. But uh, um, if I may, John, Wick Trimmer is like my people, right? And yeah. the goblins that are under there are a very different kind of goblin, right? Uh, culturally, yes. But physically the same, I could, you know. Physically the same, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but my sort of goblin wouldn't run around with just a ratty, cloak sniffing the ground would we no we would not we would be marching around bravely with spears and and uh cloaks and uh armor and uh, that's the impression i get from from more yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you tell We're, me uh, i don't i don't know what kind of uh, filth you you associate with <laughs> oh dear oh dear oh dear i mean it's interesting that you bring up wick why would, why would he have goblins running around up here that doesn't seem like his his usual thing they so all three all um all the, the all three of the wine dark members all kind of look at each other and then they all sort of look at the at the inn the um the uh, employee from the inn you know what i mean they look back at you and they're like mm, might want to talk to Kronos and Estelle about that one i don't know if we have uh 
may have actually made a slip of the tongue there mentioning wick trimmer. Oh, interesting. Uh, they they won't hear it from me. Any mistake you might have made just now. Uh, it's a name that shouldn't be loose on the lips, if you know what I mean. We're we're well aware. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, the less said about that, then the less trouble everyone's going to get in later, right? So the point being, there's a bunch of goblins out there. Don't want them to sneak up on you. Um, we'll keep an eye out. Um, he said, uh, if you can do us a favor, if, when you get back to the end, if you could talk to our captain, name of Bergdorf. Let him know that there are goblins running around the city, and, and uh, have, we'll have him make the best judgment about what to what to do going forward. In the meantime, any of them that try to approach the north gate, they'll get an arrow in the gullet. That seems perfectly fair. Um, excellent. Uh, so we've scoped out the tower. We can see that it's defendable, well stocked, and so now there's what three people in each tower. There's Before. yes, there's, yeah. There's three people, so there's basically four wine dark members and two in members spread out between the two towers. Right. So there wasn't yeah. anybody like hanging out on the second floor as we were climbing the stairs up to the top or anything like that. It's no, just no, a, no. You've, yeah. you've never actually seen anyone have to use like the mid level ones. It's just in case, right? You know and what? I, do, I, uh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, David. Do we see any uh, trap doors or cellars or any sort of subterranean entrances? with these towers not in this not in this tower no we should and check the other one maybe Excuse i don't know me. how we'll talk our way in there but i'd love to um no. when we come in the door it looks pretty stout like it can be barricaded yeah i should have told you that yeah so the the door is completely new right um yeah. and a uh, new stonework has been put into the jam in order to for it to fit tightly um and yeah. it can be uh, barricaded strongly with an iron bar that falls over the inside of that okay. door um so they uh, they they haven't fucked around. You you have no reason to believe that the other tower would not be the exact duplicate, right? And they have um, water. Uh, they have yeah they have water supplies. You assessing just because you're on your venturing careers and stuff like that, you could probably make the assessment that should they have to bar the doors and uh, uh, under siege, that they could probably withstand a normal siege, you know, barring magical or large beasts or something like that. Um, they could probably withstand a siege for probably like two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good for them. Substantial. Um, uh, that's just based on food and weapons. Yeah. Anywho. Um, yeah. So I'm going to say that uh, going up, the conversation going back down is going to take like two turns. Um, so now it is yeah. uh, the silence is over and it is now uh, 11 p.m. Exactly. Okay. All right. Um, there are a couple of things um, to do before you know, we leave these guys. I don't know if you want to talk to them tomorrow, but you know, I had an idea. Just, you know, just you know, uh, Mort. You know, here he is. You know, just one of the you know cream of the earth, one of the best goblins you would ever meet. Just in case, maybe we were to ever be. Uh, yeah, yes, I'm talking about you. I, I see you right there. <laughs> um, um, just in case, maybe we were ever to be separated. Maybe you could like work out some kind of signal that he could give you from a distance so that you could know it's him and not give him the uh, arrow in the gullet that you're promising to the other ones. Like, you know, like he gets drunk at the end and starts wandering over. You don't, you don't want to. You know. Well, Mort, are you wearing like a helm? You are, right? I have a helm. Yeah. Yeah. It would be very Arkantian in nature. Like it would have that kind of Byzantine look to it. So, oh, it'd yeah. Be, uh, it, 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 maybe we could even say it has a what do you call it, Ted? Uh, you would know. Um, what do you call the 
the comb a crest or a crest yeah uh yeah the comb there's different words for it yeah. but uh yeah i mean uh if i'm wearing lorica segmentata my preferred helmet would be of a similar style mm-hmm. and uh that would um, that would be a dead giveaway you know like none of the ob- none of the other yeah. goblins that you've seen look like that yeah, maybe just to be sure, you could, you know, put uh, like uh, this up by your forehead, um, <laughs> for Lorica, you Lorica know, just yeah. so, yeah, so that they know it's you. Yeah, for those listening, that was a big that was a big L on the forehead. <laughs> you know, just for safety, <laughs> of course. And as as a, I gotta tell you, as a priest, your pastoral care sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like. Just terrible at this. What it's, it's also for Lysion. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't see you like, wearing it. You're, you're, well, well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to. Nobody wants to shoot me. I'm- <laughs> I wouldn't be sure about that. <laughs> um, and to, to prove that I'm too nice, I would also like to, um, uh, you know, uh, I can't really buy you a round of drinks because there's no bar here, but I, he'd leave a couple of gold for each. So he'd leave uh, uh, 12 gold for the. Oh, nice. You know when you're back, when you're back to you know get the drink on me. They are all like like astounded by that, um, and uh, they're like that's always why we're this is the the in, the the in uh, member the in, yeah. in employee. He's like that's why we're you're our favorite to see coming towards us out of the out of the ruins. <laughs> no one else treats us like this. Well, hopefully, we'll, it will improve your aim yeah. at anything chasing us as we come. Well, and, and the 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 the, um, the veterans are actually like they pat like their coin pouches. They're like, we haven't even had time to spend all the money we made from you guys last time, um, and they they clap you on the back. And that was that was a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah. God's willing, you'll have plenty of leave to spend it on. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Anything else down up here? Done. No. Okay. Moving back down, uh, you're going to head straight towards the inn, or you want to do any other exploration around here? Uh, I mean, there's a there's a pretty well worn path between here and the inn. Yeah, um, but there's also the city walls and their ruins along the way, which I don't know that we've ever really looked at. We could do that, or we could just go yeah. straight back. I I th- also think David, you had a a good idea. Just give a, like a careful check around the base of both towers, just in case they haven't already, to see if there are like secret, like sneaky entrances that um you know sure. maybe they don't know about because that's the one thing you got to worry about in you know any kind of siege situation is somebody sneaking up behind your walls yeah i mean i think any sort of uh, uh cellar door also anything that might indicate a subterranean you know passage sure uh, yeah. So yeah, let's let's do let's do a quick survey of the towers and then maybe we walk along the wall per ted's point on the way to the end just to sort of have a more granular sense of what's on this side Okay. Yeah. So um, you are, uh, you do your perimeter search around the tower bases themselves. It's going to take another turn, um, and uh, you do not find anything. It does appear to be exactly as you described. It does not. Okay. Cool. They don't appear to be hiding anything or, or to be unaware of certain secrets that you don't seem to find anything. Um, as you move westward, uh, hugging close to the exterior of the wall, is that right? Like on the other side of the city. Yeah. yeah, the yeah, outside the of the city. Yeah, the safe uh, side. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so um, as you are moving towards the in itself on the other side, hugging close to the wall, um, you actually let's see here. Let's see. <laughs> okay, so you uh, 
trip uh, over a bunch of goblins. Uh, it, it's almost exactly right, Mort. So you are you're you're shuffling close to the wall, and the wall basically is like um like there's shrubs and hedges and stuff like that, thorny growth that's basically like uh, obscuring all of like the land that's sort of in front of there, and so you're kind of moving around that. Um, and as you are moving carefully, you actually um uh. Brush, through, you move through some hedges and you actually hear like an ow, um, and the bushes shake, and like three goblins actually sort of like pile out of there. And they're in a, um, in a what do you call it, like a cacophony of of steel sure. brandishing and all that sort of stuff. They kind of like pick themselves up, and they, they kind of get their spears ready. And they look, they look a little bit hastily over their shoulder, like back towards the inn, um, which you can see brightly lit. Um, and there's some moving figures that are around in the yard, even late this late at night. It appears that there's something mm -hmm. going on at the inn, um, but mm -hmm. you are in basic darkness right here. However, should you make a, uh, like if you shout, like if you really shout, you could probably be heard at the end. Anyways, but these these guys kind of roll to their feet with the, in the spirits of like, ah, what are you doing? Easy, friends. Easy, easy. How are they dressed, John? They are uh, They are armed and armored. Um, they're wearing pretty shoddy, like uh, leathers and chainmail. Um, they look very similar to the ones that you saw below. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and they said to you, "Sneaky sneaks, sneaky sneaks, P, uh, sneaking up on the sneaks." What do you think you're doing? Uh, we're going about our way, friends. Uh, what's the Ted? What's the goblin leader's name? I can't recall. I can't remember his name either. Uh, <laughs> so I've got it here the, somewhere. Uh, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll look on the notes real quick. The king? Or no, or, the guy that's like a lieutenant. To, yeah, like long neck or something like that. Oh yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name. Jelly I'm, neck, I, uh, rubber neck. Uh, I can't remember his yeah. name either. You're, okay, we'll find it here. Let's see. We'll uh, find it. We got. We got this. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> okay by the time you guys find it i'm gonna go tuck that kid in and i'll be right, right. yeah is it, it is it uh bottleneck was it bottleneck King, bottleneck 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 wearing basic feet. yeah okay yeah uh easy friends we we are uh in in good graces with bottleneck i'm sure you know him well they're kind of like they're like moving around like little like startled birds they're like looking at you they're like oh uh, Yes, we recognize you. We recognize you from the battle in the halls. Yes, against the halflings. Mm, mm -hmm. Yes, you were talking. You talking to Bottleneck about dealing? I did. Mm -hmm. I spoke to Bottleneck. And then, like one of them is like, he's like, shame, shame, shame. You were supposed to come down and see the big boss of the wet caves. You're supposed to talk to Killick. You never came to talk to Killick. Bottleneck. He's so sad. So sad. Mm -hmm. What are you doing up here? What are you doing up here? This is Goblin territory now. No. <laughs> You're outside the wall, pal. This isn't God. This isn't Goblin territory. He's like he shrugs. He's like it's, an, it's only a matter of time. Time. You see, it's a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'd, well, I'd be wary. I'd be wary of others who disagree on that on that point, friends. But uh, I'll say nothing of of of. Uh, I, I won't contest your claim. <laughs> yes, shh, it's only a matter of time. You come talk to Killick. He has a master plan, a plan that he has to get approved by the king, but a little reconnaissance never hurt anybody, right? Just going to see what all these pretty lights are beyond. Pretty lights. Those, those pretty lights are well-defended territories of the folk here. I, I wouldn't test yourself against them. Who are you they? What are their defenses? Let us know. We can exploit them together. Take it over for the king. 
<laughs> I love this. <laughs> hmm. give, it, give it the goods. Give it the goods. And 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 what position would we uh, uh, be given within the kingdom if we were to help you to do such a thing? <gasps> humans, tall, mighty humans, helping helping us goblins. Oh, you would just sit sit at the right hand of the king. You would be able to whisper in his ear. Determine <laughs> policy. I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> set set in the policy. Execute policy even. Uh, uh, yes, and I know great dark secrets uh, that only my kind uh, possess that your king could no. get great value He's from. The one. He's the one. They're like talking to each other. Like, That's the one. We saw him. He floated in, floated in from the darkness, unseen, and then appeared in the neck, and the, the dagger was in the halfling's throat. He's a terrible, dangerous man. You should be cautious. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to Mort and say, uh, "Well, my friend, what what do you what do you think? What uh... I think they should remember that beyond the walls are the territories of Kronos, and they should tread carefully, and there will be no conflict between these two peoples. <laughs> they have much within the city that they may." take without you, contest you are cautious you are cautious we are cautious it's only a matter of time of course if now is not the time of course not not enough you say it's well defended we agree but shh, shh. should you go forth to the inn we were never here fine i didn't see you and young man you didn't see me or my friend <laughs> we were never here either deal understood understood and he like Excellent. he like raises his hand to give you some sort of like obscure underground goblin handshake that he assumes you know, but you have like no idea what it is. <laughs> I'll do whatever the Legion, you know, thing is that we do in the Legions. And they're like, uh, yeah, no, that's not okay. it, Matt. No hell on the floor. <laughs> for Legion, it's what it's for. No. <laughs> okay, so they they kind of scuttle off into the darkness then. Um, and uh, you continue on, right? That is extremely disconcerting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're everywhere. They, this is this is uh, the entire plateau is infested with fleas. At this yeah, point. we're gonna like, find them like under the covers when we go to bed. They're gonna be in there stuffling around. We know what the oh, word is for this, right? What's the Feckin'. word? Second, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Second. Oh my god. Okay. So, you need one of those like uh, nerve gases that sinks down in you know deep <laughs> into the tunnels. You know, it's like a heavy gas. That's the way to go. Yeah, well, totally. a goblin bomb. And then, you know, yeah, like, goblin, goblin bomb. bomb. Exactly. Or, goblin uh, bomb. Yeah. Okay. So uh, as you make your way back into the yard of the end of the broken head, um, as the goblins described, you see that there is um, some uh, some unusual movement. Like usually at this time of night, everyone be in bed, right? Um, but the lights are on inside and you see that there are uh you 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 can see that the the let's see the back door of the place is open but then the light is shut off briefly as you see two members of the wine dark cohort actually hurriedly moving out the back carrying a limp form between them out the back toward oh. towards what appears to be the stables um, let's intercede. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna trot over uh, loudly and uh, uh, performing my best uh, blundering idiot, uh, and uh, see what they're up to. 
Okay, they immediately drop the body and surprise. They're just like, Doosh, and then like the body just goes, <laughs> it's, oh. it's the ground. And they're like, sorry, sorry, oh. sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, oh, who, who are you? Hi there, friends. Uh, we're AV uh, club. Uh, <laughs> uh, they kind of look around and like they, you can see one of them actually like kicks the 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 mounted form like behind them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna, I'm gonna proceed walking forward uh, uh, to see what this form is. Look, look, it's, drunk? it's not it's not what you think. One of them's got their hands up, sort of pleading that. The other one has a hand on a on a sheathed sword mm-hmm. and sort of standing uh-huh. behind and is kind of set. You know what I mean? Like just kind of watching. But obviously sure, knows sure. what they're doing. Um, you know, it's 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 not what you think. Listen, little bit of a goblet infestation, not a big deal. Just kind of taking care, making sure that the floor isn't messy inside. You know what I mean? Estelle doesn't um, like that. So can we? Are we close enough now to see? Like, is this a human figure that they're carrying out? A little goblin? What were they carrying? It appears to be. Yeah, you can see sort of. Uh, uh, um, uh, ah, my vocabulary is not there tonight. Um, that is uh, peeking out from uh, underneath a shroud is um, like a goblin head. Um, and it's like oh, okay. tongue is like lolling out the side and its eyes are sort of bugged out. And it's like drooling. It's like uh, blood is sort of leaking out the side of its face. I'll, uh, I'll uh, you know, walk up to the goblin and uh, kind of look down. I don't recognize him, right? It's not a bottleneck or somebody. No, it's no recognizable goblin. However, you can tell by the clothing that it wears that it is not like an imperial goblin. It appears to be one right. of the underground goblins. Yeah, uh, I'll just sort of make a face and walk off. Uh, but I'll stop look. and then look back and say, "What? They get inside tonight?" Well, look, it looks they like we. Be- well, we caught we caught one wandered around the yard. We got a little bit too close, but uh, well, he paid the ultimate price for it. Well Nothing done. you need to concern yourself for. It's, it's still a welcoming place. We've been told to tell anyone coming that Cronus and Estelle still welcomes all comers, except for goblins. Uh, oh. But uh, we just want to make sure that, you know, sometimes violence does occur, and we are we are close to the ruins after all, and uh, we're just trying to keep the place safe for Estelle and Cronus. A little added security, that's all. They're, they're a little bit uh, on edge these days, that's all. Nothing to worry about. And, Go uh, inside. I'm sure there'll still be fresh food there for you. Uh, uh, we'll take a close look at him. You don't look familiar, do you? See, like these are these cohorts? aren't any of the any of the ones that we hired, correct? Uh, they probably are. I mean, the, the uh, Windar cohort is like a large group, right? You only took like a, a, a section of them. I hired a section of them, so hmm? yeah. Uh, I mean, it would be more of whether he recognized us. Yeah. Obviously, he would recognize us because uh, right. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they probably recognize yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, pretty who's, distinctive. Who's who's hired the lot of you up here? This must be a hefty bit of coin. Oh, that's Kronos and Estelle, the proprietors. Wow. You've been here before, right? You've stayed here. Of course, of course. That's a yeah. uh, that's that's a high price to have personal guards patrolling the whole plateau. Eh? We aren't cheap. We aren't cheap, and they sort of, you know, show off themselves a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. like we're we're worth every penny. You know? well, oh, well, we, we will know you, this. Yes, we'll fight your fight if you've got the right amount of coin, and if it all it takes is just for us to post up at an inn and make sure that no goblins get inside. Then that's the job we'll do. Are you patrolling around at night? What's what have you done to keep the protection up? Patrolling a little bit of added security in the towers as well. Um, and during the daytime, we're making regular uh, excursions uh-huh. briefly beyond the walls, not too deep. We do value our own hides after all. Um, mm-hmm. We're just been told to uh, keep an eye out for any goblin sightings. Uh, there's a name, a name on their lips that we don't like to repeat. 
but uh, they, they, that name has uh, Cronus and Estelle quite worried. Uh oh, I'll uh, I'll lean to like beckon him close and ask in a whisper. Is it Wick Trimmer? It is. It is indeed. All right. Okay. Enough said. Well, if you talk to Bergdorf, who's talked to Nicasia about it, it was a little bit. It took some convincing, actually. It's like we. Uh, to be frank about it, and they kind of kicked the body a little bit more behind them. Um, not to speak out of turn, but uh, the last thing we want to do is make an enemy of Wick Trimmer ourselves. Uh, but Kronos and Estelle had uh, a surprising amount of money. It's a, it is always surprising how money can convince one to do certain things. Tell me about it. Um, uh, <clears throat> sorry. No, go ahead, David. You know, we never really explored the inn in any real sense, did we? You did. Uh, uh, well, uh, no, nobody really did that. Oh, did I, <laughs> did I miss this? Was I, was I gone? Uh, oh, I just remembered what Matt did under there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> at, at this whole time, it's looking at like, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. I was waiting for you to make the connection. <laughs> oh, I did. What happened? I can't remember. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, Remind I David and the listeners out there. Okay. <laughs> I think David right. was out. Yeah. Yeah, you were Let out. Have it, Matt. <laughs> okay. So, um, in, in your honor... Uh, we, we, uh, Av, uh, went invisible using the ring, snuck down into the cellar, explored around, uh, didn't find any like passageways or out, you know, any, any ways out, but he did find, uh, like a, a cask where, um, apparently Estelle and, uh, Kronos were keeping their, like, uh, well, I assumed it was money, but you know, important things. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he just, uh, from the bag got um, some red paint mm. and painted a W mm-hmm. on that barrel <laughs> and just left it. Didn't take anything <laughs> from it. Well, the, you reap what you sell. <laughs> now we have an entire mercenary company here. <laughs> right, the funny. Chaos Apprentice was uh, on duty. I love it. I love it. Uh, yes, that's perfect. All right. Uh, well, uh, that in mind, I, I guess what I was going to ask these guys, might as well anyway. Um, are there any points of uh, egress or weaknesses that we should be aware of? The goblins might infiltrate the inn with, you know, back doors, cellars, etc. Uh, they they kind of look around. This well, the whole place is open. Like they can approach from any side. I assume it's yeah. only the reputation that Kronos has here amongst mm-hmm. amongst some of the uh, power players in the in the dungeons below that keeps. Uh, you know, keeps folks at bay, but who knows with goblins? But we're not talking about. Uh, are you saying that these are goblins from underneath? Because we were yes. told that we should be looking out for for imperial goblins, like uh, that. Maybe, like you should be careful. They may look like the the this king's goblins, but they might be actually trying to dupe you. Um, what I wouldn't put it past Wick Trimmer. They might be his agents. City goblins, imperial goblins that are actually dressed to look like denizens of the underground. Be wary. Mm. Wick Trimmer is nothing if not uh, extremely canny. And I cannot believe what a hornet's dust you kicked up, Matt. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just intense. good that we have, uh, we have absolutely no beef with him <laughs> and uh, no friction at all. 
Yeah, I'm pretty tempted to go sleep in the shrub somewhere and not even let Kronos take a look at me because he's probably not going to be happy about it. So um, to answer your question on where they, 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 the Windark cohort um, has been told that the, the inn is basically non-defensible, right? Like if there's a mounted force that, like a, like a real attempt to take over the inn, there's little people can do. They could board themselves up inside the inn, but you know, you throw a torch in there, it's all over. Um, The, um, uh, uh, they are aware that there is like a quick escape via the horses in the stable. If, 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 if worse came to worse and they have been told that there is a basement where valuables are stored, but they weren't given the, the detail of those valuables, just that there isn't, there is like a hidey hole, but it's not, it's not really like a secret thing. You know what I mean? Like when Avaricios found it, it was just a typical trap door behind a bar, like where, where there would normally be one to access a basement. So, um, you know, when you did that, Avricios, did you look for secret doors or any ways to enter into the dungeon? I did. I didn't find anything. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's my main, my main question. Mark. Yeah, they, they don't have any knowledge it of that. seems to me that they would want some sort of... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Why don't we uh, push open the old Wild West doors and announce ourselves to uh, the innkeeper? Yeah. Come on in. They'll be happy to see us. We can help keep things uh, secure. Mm-hmm. You know, we're yeah. uh, you know, a strong group. So they they continue to take care of the body. They're like, you're not going to have to worry about this. And then you um you I would, sorry, I, go. I would just would whisper uh, something else to um the soldier that he hide it well because if the city got the the Arden Vool goblins find it or discover what you've done, it'll rile them up. Yeah, they're like, Man, if it's the Arden Vool goblin, sure, but uh, don't you don't you worry, uh, Mort. Uh, there will be nothing left of this body, if you know what I mean. It doesn't taste that good. They're <laughs> not that hungry. <laughs> Wait, how do you know? <laughs> uh, they're, Mort? They're, they tell you they're 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 likely going to burn it. They're going. To, uh, it was a long march on campaign. What can I tell you? When you go into the inn itself, okay, so the inn is basically there's no one in the common room except for a very very sleepy uh, Kronos, who is like behind the bar and he's just got like really dark circles under his eye, darker than a, a night. Uh, a night's lack of sleep would indicate like there's something else that's going on. Right. Um, you know, but he looks just frazzled. His hairs are sort of poking out it's a little bit more sallow faced than normal. Um, and not his normal jovial self. Uh, but he looks up and he's like, Oh, well, I would, I, this was a night of many surprises, but I shouldn't, uh, I, I guess this is the, the most pleasant of them. It's good to see you lads. Kronos, how the hell are you? Not good, friends. Not good. Oh, I hope I don't have you. If you guys didn't have any part to play in what I'm having to deal with now, oh God! It looks like I've got that goddamned goblin with his got his eyes on me now. That's why I left Gosterwick was so I could escape the eyes of the government. Well, there, there's a goblin in government. I don't. Have we met the goblin in government? I don't know. It might as well be that banking goblin. No, you might be under the impression that it's the blue lady who's in charge. It's not the truth. Everyone knows what really runs things in town. It's the benevolent brotherhood. And we all know who's in charge there, don't we now? Yeah, we do. So, John, if I'm just just to check here, like, it's still the 21st of Ligarios, right? Yep. So, like, we were here this morning. This has all happened in, like, 12 hours mm-hmm. or well probably more like 16 or 18 i guess probably but 
he really lost his shit when he found that W on that crane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I would be curious. I mean, what 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 happened? Well, I don't want to go into all the details, but let's say that we do a little bit of side business that may be on the outskirts of the law, per se, and we've, we've you know, you've got to do what you've got to do out here in the wild. And we've, uh, we've put a few things away that maybe were a little bit ill-gotten. No one ever got hurt because of it. No one who d- didn't deserve it anyway. Well, it appears that, uh, of all people, to have found out that we've got this little stash, it'd be Wicktrimmer himself. God damn it. Ooh. Well, uh, Estelle's what, what got... <clears throat> Go, go, go. Go ahead. And what do you intend to do if he comes knocking upon your door, friend? Do you have somewhere to flee to? Do you have some safe haven? Well, I'm already talking with Estelle about calling it quits here. I don't know how much time. I think my time is mocked here. I had the extra security, of course, what you've noticed, but I don't know how long it's going to hold up. And should there be a concerted effort, I don't know if even the Windark cohort can hold them at bay. And if Wick Trimmer catches the ear of the Blue Lady, then it's the Knights of the Azure Shield we're talking about, and then it's all over for yours truly. So Estelle and I were thinking about leaving shop, heading north to Whiskinlands. Not really sure, though. It's all just happened all of a sudden. Ah, God, it roils my stomach. I, I went know. very knowingly at Everest. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say, that sounds you awful. S- I can't imagine what could have happened just to turn things around so quickly. Well, I just saw Didn't you this say, morning. Uh, that's right. When you say a little suggestion, go ahead, Ted. When you say a little stash, you're not talking about the the funny little vials of liquid you were getting from uh, Heliogabulus. Oh, let's not get into details there, friend. Come on now. It's 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 some just wondering. I'm just wondering what could be so naughty that it would rile everyone up so much. Ah, look where you're standing there, friend. You've been down in the depths. There's nothing but naughty stuff down there. (laughs) The vials are the the vials are the least of it. Really? Wow. You are a man of many hidden talents, Chris. They can have it. They can have the goddamn stash if they want. I'll, I'll, I'll keep my wife and myself safe if that's what it takes. I'll leave it all behind. Start over anew. There's plenty of ways to make money. Although that's not, true. God, this was a good gig, though. It was a good gig. <laughs> so he, he looks like you, he's like really like, uh, you know, he's he, he's obviously just, you know, he's thinking about all this stuff like right now. It's only had like a day to kind of think about it. But he's very, uh, very fraught. Kronos, go get some sleep. Let me tend the bar. <laughs> it's, it's not your place. <laughs> not your place. But you, I don't know if you could actually belly up to the bar, as it were, and he gets a little bit I'll of his own. barrel, but, you know. <laughs> you forehead up to the bar. Is it, listen, forehead up to the bar. Estelle's in bed. She's already not feeling well, of course. Um, she's of the mind that she wants to plead her case to Wicktrimmer herself. To Wicktrimmer himself. I don't know if he's even going to grant an audience. But, listen, and, if you're going back to Gosterwick... If you would be so kind as to escort her, I'd call it, in, I'd call it as a great favor. <laughs> you don't have to meet with the man himself, but just deliver oh, Estelle to Gosterwick. That's all I ask. Just want her safe to Gosterwick. Would you prefer that we speak on your behalf? And you stay I'm not safe going here? to see Wick from her. No. God, no. <laughs> no, it's, it's, got, it's got to be her. Got to be her or me. I, I think... Well, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, it's it is only you know it's it, it's the least we could do, right? Uh, you know, you guys have been only good to us, and we have been only good to you. 
it's just yeah, it just <laughs> just providing companionship on the way down so that she can be safe. That's all. I I, I see well, no issue yes. with it. Of course, it's something we were th maybe thinking about doing tomorrow anyway. Yes, we absolutely would escort Estelle. Uh, he thinks you thinks you kindly. Does um, he think us kindly with meal and a drink? Yeah, he'll give you a night's uh, stay for free and a meal. Oh, nice! Excellent. That's it. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> I can't. Hey, Matt, I can't remember. Did do any of us know what Av did? Uh I think. I, hmm. No. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. I didn't. I don't think I told so, anybody. I don't feel bad taking a meal and a drink, but if I knew what you'd done, I'd be like, "Oh no, no." Ted, <laughs> <laughs> what is your apprehension about meeting Wickstrom? Aside from he being wants head of stuff. Anything that belonged to Laurel, he wants, and he will kill us to take it if he gets the chance. We cannot yeah. meet with Nick Trimmer. We, we should never lay eyes on him again. And if we do, we can't have the stuff with us. Yeah, I mean, I mean we have to work out something because we do want to get some of our stuff. Yeah, you actually do has. have stuff in his bank. You know. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. going to say, I, I, was, I don't think we can just like paralyze ourselves from access in the bank. I mean... He, He's not saying Ted's or, not saying that. He's saying that it's what what Ted is surmising. I'm not saying this is the truth. Is that you don't want to meet face to face with the actual man, Wick Trimmer, right. but it doesn't necessarily mean you right. can't take advantage of his business. You know, right. Yeah, yeah. And and like for example, I would not wear the pin into his building. I would go elsewhere and send someone else to go into the building, or leave the pin somewhere else, or what have you. But yeah. There's no point in flaunting it in front of him and making, uh, you know, making him decide on something rash in the moment. So just to be clear in like game terms, um, I am not forcing you to go to Gosterwick. This is just sort of like when you guys do decide to go, go to Gosterwick, Estelle will go with you. Um, yeah. Uh, although they are, it's only been like less than a day since they've they've discovered this or, or made this drawn these conclusions, but they um, she will have to go eventually because um, she doesn't want to wait too long before she pleads her case. Um, but, uh, you know, a few days or whatever like that, you know, like if you want to do some more dungeon adventuring and stuff like that, that's totally fine. Like it is not um, uh, in, in their mind, like crazy, like they've got to get there right now. It's just like Estelle would like to get back to Gosterwick to plead her case. So that's all. That's okay. all right. Okay. Um, yeah. Like one of the things I was thinking is that, um, you know, with some of the uh, places that we were thinking about exploring, I think it would be really good if we did have Seth's Bane, um, yeah, with us yeah. as part of the team. Since maybe oh, we think we were discussing maybe go looking uh, to out to the west, um, and you know, there are rumors of you know Setites and Setite priests and stuff out that way. So that seemed like a wise thing to do. So we might we might actually be going down to to Gosterwick pretty soon. Cool. So you, um, as, as you're thinking about like bedding down for the night, um, you got your you're tucking into like your your sort of cold meal at the at the, at the middle of the night. Yeah, you're very yeah. very tired as well. Um, it, the first time you actually notice, it, and it's very much like an Aragorn moment, like in the Prince of Pony. Yeah, you you <laughs> see like a dark figure like uh, arise out of the shadows, um, like light lighting a pipe is like the first giveaway that he's there. Um, and this apparently is um the the Captain Bergdorf. After Bergdorf, uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, Bergdorf um, is um, where Dalton was sort of like a a handsome, dashing swashbuckler type of adventure. Bergdorf is like um, uh, handsome and good looking, but in like a much more like rough around the edges sort of right. 
he's like your um where if uh, Dalton was a Roger Moore bond uh Bergdorf is more of like a uh, Daniel Craig bond right <laughs> so a little right. bit more rough, <laughs> right. yeah, you know but both like devastatingly handsome in their own particular you know way um but uh you can tell that the way he carries himself is almost exactly the same way that Nicasia carries herself um in fact it's so uncanny uh, the uh, the the assuredness in which they move and the way that their gates are that you uh, 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 um, and the movements of their body that you almost think that they may be related, possibly. Um, yeah. That's how uncanny. But whatever it is, it's sort of like this is a guy who knows what the fuck he's doing, like big time, right? Um, got a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, good looking guy. Oh, well, that right there is enough yeah. for. Uh- yeah. Does, um, does any of you mentioned his gait and and his just, you know that sort of thing? Does any of that like suggest ex legionnaires? Oh uh, yes, definitely. Like, yeah, ex military. That's yeah, a good okay. question, actually. Yeah, more would be able to pick yeah. up on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's got that the kind of veteran, very kind of wolf like movement. Um, you know, um, and he uh, he stands up and uh, even more sort of strange is he sort of like stands up, makes himself known, he's not trying to slip out, but doesn't say anything yeah. to you. He just sort of looks at you. Completely neutral face, but you could tell he's just sort of like um, doing like a Terminator readout on you, like your threat assessment. You know what I mean? He's just like, you know, like reading you, and then um, and then he just sort of uh, steps into a back room of the inn and, dis- and disappears, bringing his cloak around him, and moves away. Listen, 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 you two. Uh, so, so Everest is not shared with us that he's the responsible person for this. I don't think we knew he did. So. Yeah, no. I, okay. So, um, okay. Why do you, why why do you think Wicktrimmer would suddenly uh, garner interest in an end that's been here for months, years, common to everyone in the region? I almost, uh, I'm almost positive that Wicktrimmer is aware of it and probably unconcerned. So what would have instigated such a dramatic uh, reaction uh, as to uh, invade uh, So we're still in the common room? You are, yes. yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> are you... Are... Do, you, do you wink? I mean, is there is there any kind of like hint? Anwe, are you um, asking Kronos or are you asking right. uh, the... the... Well, I'm, I'm asking the party. I'm, I'm speculating. I'm speculating to decide why yeah. we think Wick Trimmer, who has, if if our information is correct, uh, essentially is the de facto leader of Gosterwick and would have every, like every ability to have interceded with this in long before now, and so I'm asking uh-huh. without knowing, right? <laughs> why we think that would have that would have suddenly happened and what the intent might be because you know uh uh as a player you know uh uh if if for instance hypothetically witch trimmer doesn't know what the fuck's going on right now and we escort the ends maiden down and make a big show of it that makes the problem better now we're announcing announcing it to witch trimmer rather than like snipping it in the butt so like I'd rather rat on Avaricios than <laughs> yeah. not really, but you know what I mean. Like I'd, I'd rather I'd rather like find a fall man and like diffuse uh-huh. the situation than escalate it by bringing Witch Trimmer in it yeah. if he's an actual. Yeah, like more non like, like you. Both both of you guys who are not in the know, um, based upon everything you've seen and the assumptions yeah. that everyone around you has made, it none of it adds up, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, none of it adds up. Uh, yeah, I, 
I'm very yeah, suspicious. I, I think yeah. um, uh, Avaricios would uh, kind of give you a, a smile and a wink and like a you know out of out of mm. out of uh, okay. uh, eyesight of Kronos, like a yeah. In your head, Avaricios, okay. there is a, another thing in there that is absolutely like laughing hysterically <laughs> and just like sending like yes, massive of amounts of endorphins like you know what i mean like you're just you are <laughs> you're just sitting there just like beaming you can like the rest of you guys can just see it's just like sitting in like a pig and shit you know it's just like... <laughs> um uh, g- g- gentlemen uh shall we get some uh fresh air real quick i i believe i may have uh uh why don't we um tell yost and sam and y'all to go uh, going up to the room and, uh, you know, hit the, Hey, they don't need to stay up any later. We're going to talk this out with Kronos because they don't need to hear this. You're going to, you're going to have a confab. Sure. I think, I think it's a party only confab here. They, they should get some sleep. They look tired. Okay, cool. Uh, and, yeah, we have to, we have to, uh, track, uh, talk to Bergdorf too, right? I would like to, but I don't want to. He, he has disappeared, but, uh, Kronos yeah. is there, but you can see Kronos too is like, He's ready to. He's he's basically dead on his feet. Like he's almost. And so are you, actually. You guys are as well. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. tired. Um, but speaking of uh, the actual player needs, we also need to take a break, or at least I do. Oh, it's break time! Oh my god, uh, boy, bladders re up on drinks, uh, and we'll get back to the combo with Kronos in just a second. Okay, so yeah, we were just about to. Uh, you sent the NPCs up to bed, and uh, you guys are going to have a little um, midnight uh, talkaroo with Kronos. Gentlemen, would you like to have some of my um, mystical tobacco outside? <laughs> <laughs> I can I can pack it into my um, wizard's pipe. The old Arcantian leaf. Boys, boys, it's so late. What is it exactly that you've got to keep me down here for? So, I fed you. I gave you a bed. Come on now. It's been a rough day. Go to lock the door and go to bed. We'll just we just want to hang out a little bit longer and finish our beers. Oh, I thought you wanted to talk to me about something. Very well, then. That's fine. All right. Well, lock up. Turn off the lights after me. Actually, don't worry about it. Bergdorf will take care of it. We've got men working all night long. All right. Good night, cool. Mr. Kronoster. Okay. So there yeah, sleep, is... Um, the common room is basically sure. yours. You, you do see pass by the windows outside every once in a while while you're talking. You see like a member of... the uh, Like a wine dark actually like move past. It appears that um, there are a total of 10 were hired. So there are four that are currently at the North Gate Towers, and there appear to be six that are sort of walking around, doing rounds here on the um, at the end. Yeah, David. Love it. Before Kronos goes to bed, can I say, friend, strange request, but would you mind if I throw like 10 gold on the table? Could I just re- refill my draft on my own after, as, you're, as, as you're in bed? Is this sufficient? Uh, he look, his eyes get wide, and he's like, "Yes, that'll that'll do. Help yourself, <laughs> then." <laughs> All right, uh, I just want to be able to snoop around behind the the, the bar if I need to. So sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. don't for, so don't forget, Onward, you need to take that off, and Avarius, you need to take off the twelve that you gave. I did. As... I already did. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just I just okay. it down. All right, so uh, let's go outside with our with our brews. And, we uh, could probably just sit here if we were. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna walk it with that in mind. Once he goes upstairs, I'm gonna walk behind the bar. Mm-hmm. go refill my 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 ale, and I'm gonna. You should you should refill mine for very similitude as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, I'll, I'll, I'll refill. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a very close inspection of like the bar back, any sort of 
latches, buttons, hidden crossbows, yeah, so, anything that seems like it might be back there. So Avaricios, <laughs> okay. did, Aver- <laughs> yeah, Avaricios did do that when he was back there. Um, oh, and you don't he, know he, that. Uh, yeah, he, he, no, he wouldn't know. But I'm just saying, like, uh, so you see the same thing that Avaricios did, which was a, uh, a loaded crossbow. Um, right. Did I say that there was like a, a club back there too? If there, if I did, yeah, there probably is one of those too. Yeah. yeah. Now the trap door, okay, is there? Um, it's not. It's not hidden at all. Uh, however, um, Avaricios can corroborate if he wishes to. Um, but I'm just going to tell the whole group, although Anwi and Mort would not know this, that there is a much newer, much bigger much more complex lock <laughs> that has been put on that trap door. <laughs> wow, uh, there, there also appears to be uh, directly in the center of the, so that like the, the ring in the lock is like on one end of the trap door, right? Directly in the center of that wooden piece. Um, there is a scrawled insignia that is also brand new. A, a magical insignia, perhaps? It, it sure looks like something magical. Yeah. There is a, it, it is glowing very, very softly, like so softly that you wouldn't even be able to tell there, that there was a, a light um, if you were standing from in front of the bar. Would it appear to be anything affiliated with an alarm spell, in my knowledge? Can't say. Okay. The, the most I'm giving you is that you're pretty sure it is an arcane symbol of some sort. Right. So, all right. You gonna fess up, Av, or oh, are you gonna, gonna bring, bring the drinks back yet? over? <laughs> I'll bring the drinks back over. Yeah, yeah. Bring us, bring us around. I have, I have a, a, a funny story to tell you. It's, it's all right. great. All right. Let's yeah. So it. if you don't, if you don't want to take the time, it's totally fine. Like we don't need to role play it out since everyone does yeah, yeah. sort of know what happened. Um, unless yeah, there's yeah, something, yeah, yeah. unless there's some sort of clear message you want to get across, Avaricios. Uh, no, I mean just the the, uh, the tone that he was giving is a. He kind of thought it would be funny. And B, <laughs> he 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 um, he also liked the idea of just um, like having their attention on other stuff, right? Like not right. what we're doing, not what was going on uh, down below. Just have them worried about their own business as opposed to overly focus on stuff that yeah, we of course. Right. right. Uh, I love it, Avaricios. You're brilliant. I love it. I have a smile ear to ear. Or yeah, I suppose so. That's the phrase. It does strike um, you, Onweir, as being not the Avaricios that you started this mm-hmm. journey with. Exactly. I'm going to say, <laughs> are, you, are you feeling well, my friend? Uh, I feel so good. This is, this is great, man. I love you so much. <laughs> do, do I have any, gonna, do I have any like, sense, again, now that I've, I'm aware of that, John, do I have any sense of like an arcane vibe? I don't know. I don't know if I would be able to sparing casting some sort of detection magic on possession. Possession. Or, yeah uh no you no no yeah. it's just a, it's just a change in behavior like a, a, a relatively yeah. sudden change in behavior yeah. all right i see my presence has been a good influence on you my friend there you go unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately it doesn't always, doesn't always work to our favor and it seems in this current moment we are sufficiently uh uh, 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 spatchcocked, one might say. Good <laughs> word, good word. word. <laughs> um, uh, with that in mind, um, I know that they are very concerned about their reputation with Rick Trimmer. I don't need to redress exactly what I said before, but essentially, you know, I don't want to stir this up more than it needs to be already. We already yeah, have a mercenary yeah. company. Um, we're at least benefited by the fact that those mercenaries can distract themselves with 
uh, the other goblins, if need be. But it the better part of Valor may be finding a scapegoat for this little prank of yours. I, I have an idea about that, but I want to hear. I want to hear yours too. Um, All right. So what I was thinking was if we can, because we were down there talking to, you know, this new group of, uh, you know, goblins. Yeah. If we can convince uh, Kronos and Estelle that it was these guys who did that, who snuck up. That's exactly and what I was going to say. Because they want trouble between them and Wick Trimmer so that they're undisturbed down there. Yeah, and then we right. add to that the fact that, look, they're all over the place. Keep the mercenaries. Don't go see Wick Trimmer. You know, your real enemy here is the yep. Arden Vool goblins. Yada, in yada, fact, yada. In fact, I mean, we were down there. We heard them talking about, you know, uh, you know the, the trick that they were going to play on the old broken oh, head. yeah. Yeah, they told us in great – they told me in great detail because they thought they could trust me. They wanted information. Well, and, and specifically, they knew that the broken head was in cahoots with the halflings. So there's a there's a there's a real yeah, vendetta. A, a vendetta. Yeah. This is all. Plus, all they right. they they meant to write Arden Vool on the, but they spelled it wrong, and and they ran out of paint because they're idiots. <laughs> so other than your your word, right? Other than you just telling them that this is actually what's going on, is there anything else that you would be able to offer them? Well, I I wonder, like mm. you know, there is a goblin there right that they that they captured and killed mm -hmm. we don't know if they searched that goblin thoroughly mm, but yeah, they're burning uh, it right now um oh yeah they were taking it up to burn weren't they yeah. what if we what if we planted some red tape a red paint on a goblin patrol and that's what i was thinking uh-huh yeah we stick bring some red out. paint on we bring a body yeah. in uh something like that we got to do it without alerting the rest of the goblins and getting ourselves in even more shit. But that's great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how, how this is quickly turning into an absolute quagmire. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was the intention. Make, you reap what you make sow. Mike crazy. <laughs> make I, Mike know, crazy. I know. Here's a thought, um, though. Um, what if we say something like, Kronos, uh, look, don't send Estelle down. If, if Wick Trimmer is really gunning for you, that's a dangerous thing to do. Why don't we're going to Gostrick anyway? Let's go put our ears to the ground and see if he's all riled up about anything uh, or if this is some kind of misunderstanding or whatever. And then just low key listen. Yeah. Just listen. We come back, we say, yeah, the word in the in the city that is uh, that Wick Trimmer is picking up is that it's the goblins uh, from Arden Vool trying to stir something up. It's not him at all. I don't know if Kronos will believe it, but. You won't believe that. But I don't think. I'm reluctant to take Estelle into the city. And if I do want to go there, I don't think we should go down. And at all. I, we need to think of a reason to not bring her in tomorrow. You know what I mean? Well, we don't, we just don't tell them that we're going. We're yeah, not, we already promised, we they're, already they're, promised they're, we'd take her. They, they, we promised that we would take her soon. Yeah. We didn't that, promise that we would take her tomorrow. That is true. I was so, trying to say, like, you don't, ne yeah. it's not necessarily to, um, like, she, she's, she would be willing to wait for safety's sake until you guys are ready to go, but she does have a limit. Like, she's not going to wait, like, more than a week, probably. You know? Well, then, yeah. yeah, we just say, look, Estelle, let's go check out the city. We'll add, you know, we'll listen, we'll come back, we'll tell you what we find out. Don't, don't rush into anything. That's yeah. simple enough. You guys are, you guys are strong up here. Um, yeah, you should be, you should be fine. But we warn him about all the goblins from the, the, the from the the cellars, the dungeons. 
and we we play it off that way. And then I like the red paint plant thing. We haul some poor bastard in with you know red paint all over his fingers and and his throat slit. Oh, ah, look at this guy we caught. Oh, you know this is right. Total I silence. Like what happened? I thought we had a plan. You guys were scared. Goblin goblin violence, because don't worry, it's okay. No, I'm just I'm just uh full transparency. I'm debating if the more convoluted our meddling, the more likely we are to fuck this up. So I don't know if I really want to go to Gosrick and like scope it out and like compound oh, no. lies. Oh no, we don't do no, anything. Yeah, no, 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 I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know if I want to compound the situation when we could literally just go kill a goblin, bring the body in with red paint on it, and be like, look, here's the thing, and here's the proof, right? Um, They're not going to buy that, though. They're, it's too pat. We just went, oh, we're going to just go out and see. Oh, yeah, here's your victim. I mean, you're a criminal. Uh, <laughs> well, it, I, it is a I, little I, convenient. I, mean, I agree, but I don't know that, like, implicating us ourselves further by going down, like, at what point... Do they think that we're in cahoots with Lit Trimmer? The more we are doing this back and forth to Gostrowick and saying that we're there on their side, it just it's really damning to us versus being like, Avarisius did it. We're really sorry. We'll spank him on the bottom. Right? Like, not that we're gonna do that. I don't think we should do that. But you know, you know what I mean? Uh, like that has less death involved than all of the other things that we're talking about. But potentially mine. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I mean, like, uh, I know, I know. Um, oh God. No, I, 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 I'm kind of liking the because the more that these factions are involved with each other, the more freedom we have to do stuff. Right? Has that been our experience <laughs> so far? Is that what's just happened? Because we have a lot <laughs> less freedom because of all the factions involving themselves with each other in the last four well, sessions. Well, okay, well, yeah, this uh, is theoretical. One path you could take is just to say, like, fuck it and let it play out however it plays out. I mean, you guys, there's oh, nothing yeah. stopping you guys from just literally just going right back to the dungeon. It's true. My only concern is that um, if things really hit the fan here on the end, we could find ourselves without any sort of safety zone. Sure. Um, All the like we, got, we just got like XP that, you know, we just locked in XP, right, by arriving here and being in a safe place. You did. And, mm -hmm. and that is not to be sneezed at. It's a long trip to Gosterwick. And as far as we can tell, you know, we haven't really hammered out what would it take to make another safe place up here, but I suspect it would take a lot of construction and guards and money. And we're not quite that rich yet. Although I do have some questions, John. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't really want to do anything that jeopardizes or allows to just pass the, the inn. you know, I mean, Kronos is kind of a scumbag, I suspect, you know, but uh, he's our scumbag. And um, <laughs> well, he's a scumbag. We know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, that's yeah. a better way of putting it. He's a scumbag right. we know, and and if Wick Trimmer just says I'm taking over the inn, then you know I feel like totally hosed by that. But again, Wick Trimmer doesn't know anything about this, as far as we know. He will. He will <laughs> catch word at some point. Someone will drop something. Yeah, he's going to find out there's an army of mercenaries up here hunting him. This is the problem. We need to squelch this as fast as possible. Not like okay. Another pitch. Another pitch. You don't have to agree. Another pitch. We say, or I say, hey, look, when we thought you were in cahoots with the, the halflings, we did this. Now we know better. We were trying to spook you. We're sorry. Like, <laughs> we fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, literally. I know that's not as exciting, but, like, 
uh our bad this has gotten really out of hand uh uh, uh we thought you we thought you were in coots the halflings grifting us and this was our way of giving getting a little uh of a joke on you and now uh we do not want you to start a war with whip trimmer uh what can we do to help to defuse this i mean that's a conversation oh, well, we can have guys so uh, true it I'm, is I'm, but I'm escalating i'm just saying <laughs> I'm, I'm curious i'm curious about this use of the word we <laughs> look i'll take the fall i'll take the fall no 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 like like here's an here's another thing that that was going around in my head wick trimmer wants our stuff yeah right so if he if he does somehow get focused on an interaction with this in he's focused on an interaction with this in and not with us I think it's yep. a- another thing that's to our benefit, right? Like if these unless two guys are focused on each other, right? <laughs> unless unless it gets raided, and we have to go to Gosrick every time we want to get XP. Yeah, like that. like if if we come back tomorrow night and the inn's on fire, and we have an army of goblins that have taken over that aren't even involved with the Woodtrimmer, but then, I mean, I don't know. Like, All right? I got it. I got <sighs> it. We don't we don't do anything tonight. Or even in the morning, we go to Gosterwick as planned. It's you know it's eleven seventeen. Let's go to Gosterwick. Let's do a couple things. Come back and then worry about it. And maybe we'll learn something in Gosterwick. You know, like you know, oh yeah, Wick Trimmer is like uh, totally bored and has nothing to do, and there's nothing going on. I'm like, oh great, you know, this is all a misunderstanding, Chrono. So don't worry about it. You know, I don't know, but. Let's just go to Gosterick. Let's tell us all the wait. We go to Gosterick. We had stuff we wanted what, to do. What do we want to do in Gosterick? I thought we were jumping right back into the dungeon. I mean, we can if we want to. The the things that we could do if we do go to Gosterick are pick up uh, Seth's Bane, right? Yeah. Right to arm Samantha with, right? Which is a good, which is really good for where we think we want to go, and uh, you know maybe hire a guy or two, right? Like right. the the inn right. is deserted, so we're not going to be able to hire anybody. So, um, you know, hire a, yeah. a torchbearer or two or something down there would be good. Yeah. Maybe I don't want to hire goblins this time, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, and, you know, we've got some gems that we picked up. We could, you know, cash in, put them away, that kind of thing. So we're not carrying them, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, we just kind of go on his plan, let this play out a little bit. It's not like they're going to leave tomorrow. You know, they've got some... They've got well, little, I mean, this has only been a few hours. Kronos might. He sounded pretty panicked. That's that's the thing. Which I don't, I don't make think me worry a little bit about how powerful Wick Trimmer really is. It's just, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So he, he has said that... Uh, or was it... Who said that Wick Trimmer was the real power in... He's... Uh, oh, one of the... One of the guards did. One of the wine dark guys, yeah. So yeah. they they said that everything that you have seen um, uh, begs to differ. Uh, you don't you don't really know Wick Trimmer that well, but from what you've seen, you've dealt with um, Eusebia Focas, who is yeah. the the Thesmothi, the and she does not seem to be someone who um, is is um, you know like a like is like a puppet of some sort. You know what I mean? Like she she right. very much seemed like she was in control and actually running things in that town. Um, so right. uh, just be aware that they're the you know that's one person's opinion. I mean, and and the goblin and goblins are pretty cool. Uh, goblins are mm-hmm. excellent. I mean, and, and it's not like common knowledge, right? Like 
it like everybody in Gosterwick doesn't know that Wick Trimmer's running everything. Right? Like that's not just like an unspoken truth that people know. Uh, yeah, there's 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 a lot of rumors. The the thing is is like Wick Trimmer um, is rarely seen in Gosterwick, but um, but the public face that everyone knows of Wick Trimmer, at least the name, is that he's the head of the Rarities Factor. And the Rarities Factor is just the newest factor, so it's just sort of like an unknown quantity, but that it just has this reputation of accepting goods that most other factors wouldn't um, and uh, and maintaining them securely. But other than that, okay. it operates just like another factor. Now, of course, there's rumors on the streets and blah, depending on who you talk to and blah, blah, blah. And it's obvious that the Windark cohort, who runs a little bit with a seamier crowd, um, has picked up on, on some of these rumors, you know, but they are not, yeah. but they are not a, a mercenary company that is based like their base of operations is not Gosterwick. They just happen to be in, like, there's a small chapter of them that is in Gosterwick, but they are, they are a, uh, empire spanning, um, company, you know I mean? Like they, 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 they've got chapters all over the place in all the major cities. So, oh, so we, yeah, we could screw things up for ourselves, uh, globally. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. All I'm saying is, is one soldier in the wine dark cohort's opinion about who really runs Gosterwick. You don't need is, to put the, okay. too much weight into that. You right. might. You know, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I say, I say we wait, we keep this, we keep this information. We give it a couple of days. Like yeah. I said, it's only been just as we need to, but let, let, I mean, let's see, let's see what it does. Let's see what plays out. Okay. So you go to bed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you wake Although, up in the morning, when you wake up in the morning, right before, right before we go to bed, I check with Jost, make sure he's okay. Yeah, tuck him in. Give the tuck in, you know, make sure it's nice and tight under the shoulders. My henchman, get off my henchman. <laughs> he's actually adorable. You he's You he, can't do a tuck in. He's well. actually kneeling at the side of his bed saying a little prayer before he goes to sleep. It's, it's just Aww. yeah. <laughs> then he yawns and it's cute and <laughs> Oh, and so if, tired. If, if Nyal if Nyal looks jealous, I go over and I tuck him in. <laughs> I'll be all right. <laughs> Don't you worry. Your little paws off of me, you weirdo. <laughs> I'm keeping an eye on your big old bruiser over there. Um, he's like, I am right. so tired. I just love these soft beds. It's so nice. <laughs> uh, Civilization is great. <laughs> invented beds. <laughs> Who invented these things? All right, so you go to sleep. Um, when you wake up in the morning, you are arrested. So you gain a hit point back if you have lost one. Um, right. That includes I your, have, in fact, lost one. Yeah. That includes your NPCs. Oh, I believe Nyal is hurt. Um, oh, yeah. Nyal got uh, as well. <clears throat> and, um, Avaricios, you can do your morning ablutions and pray for some spells from your delightful uh, deity. I am. Uh, I, and today, I'm going to uh, uh, double up on Cure Light Wounds. I'm going to have uh, that twice. And uh, you know what? Uh, just for fun, I'm going to do silence twice today. Although that whole person was that the whole person was pretty clutch the other time. I'll, I'll do silence and hold person. Uh, yeah, two cure light wounds and one and uh, silence and hold person. Got it. Cool. cool. Um, also, uh, on the morn on where you um, the pain from your horrific burns from attempting to open that portal on the side of the chasm have have uh, uh, slowly subsided to the point where you think you could probably actually don a suit of armor should you wish to, which mm. you've been known to do. As well. <laughs> Mine is a spell book. There's no reason not to. Yeah, there's um, not a lot I can do with a rusty dagger. And uh, true, uh, but you are you are uh, no longer you are no longer suffering from the burned condition. Amazing. 
Um, I don't know if you still have that. I don't think you had the suit of banded mail on you anymore, but I stored, uh, I stored all of that stuff. Uh, so I don't, is it in Costa Rica or is it here? I think it was in our, uh, our, uh, our stash. Hole? stash. Okay. I put the pennies, the Perfect. mail, the Nefertiti hat, Cassandra's dagger and spell book and the silk purse with ashes in storage. Perfect. Because, uh, I actually, so here's the thing I just want to throw out there, guys. I was wondering, like we do have a fair bit of cash, and I don't know what rules John's using for construction and how much it would cost, but I'm wondering if it might not be kind of a cool thing to hire some construction guys to come up and fix up that tower. That's our tower, you know? Um, I, I Like I said, I don't know what rules he's using, but the tower is like partly there, so it would be cheaper to repair the existing tower than building mm-hmm. a fresh one. Hmm. So which, I which thought tower? I, the one right by the river where we have our stuff stashed. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe in the morning, get a tape measure out of the the handy bag and go over and make a few measurements. And if we go to Gosterwick, just inquire at a master mason and say, how much would you charge to fix up this 30 foot high, 20 foot diameter tower, blah, blah, blah. Uh, under fire by goblins and uh, monsters. Yeah, there may be a danger component. Uh, yeah. Definitely some hazard pay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it'll, it'll, thousand gold pieces then we say oh thanks anyway i'll call you later and if he says yeah i do it for two thousand or whatever I, this, yeah i mean again i think this is predicated the success of this is predicated upon the volatility of the plateau again so mm-hmm. I, I mean like not not to beat a dead horse but i think like calling attention to a hidden staff stash by making a reinforced tower as two militaries and possibly whip trimmer are like focusing in on this specific region might be a mistake mm. oh an- another thought Remember, because it's been a long time, we have our own secret entrance yes. that goes way down. Yes. And yeah. we might we might want to you know spend something to reinforce that. That that may be a safe zone for us. Um for sure. I I mean yes, I, I had the same thought. I did ask John at one point, and I don't remember his exact answer, but it his it, it sounded as if that would be harder to make into a genuine safe place because of its location and the fact that we're talking about defending it from multiple you know up and down um sort of thing but yeah my, my I, point is sorry go ahead no no my point is simply that i don't think we can defer i don't think we can take a passive stance on an escalating situation and an active stance on like homesteading right i don't think we can like passively have things escalate with the witch trimmer dynamic and right. like actively build under the sort of like premise that this is like a like as a safe space. You know what I mean? I if, do. If, and if the end gets burned down in two days, in other words, like, and there's an army of goblins there, then you know. Well, I hear you. I hear you. Well, we can, I can at least inquire about the price if we're going to Gosterick anyway. Yeah, and get a quote. Nothing. Nothing's wrong with getting a quote. Right. Sure. Like for example, yeah. while other people not carrying the pin and the invisible cloak and the bag of Laryl go into wick trimmers somebody else goes over to the masons and asks questions you know uh right sure okay so uh you definitely go to gosterwick though right i think we should okay so you I so i don't know we've, well, <laughs> we've got a we've got a wand that needs identifying a spear yeah. that needs identifying and a periapt that need identifying at the very least and we have uh gems and things to deposit and a what is it a spear no, it's a halberd. The to set pick up. Yeah, okay. pick up. Set so, um, yeah. Someone uh, roll me 2d6, please. Who's rolling? I got it. Rolled. 
You got it. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I have rolled a nine. A nine. Okay, so it's a blustery, drizzly day, actually. So it's not too great of a day. Um, uh, when you guys head out, so you are going to go the the typical route, right? Like the yep. safest the safest route through the city past the pyramid. So as you yep. as you move, um, uh, so the the <clears throat> The guards are changing, all that sort of stuff, right? Um, the the Windar cohort, the ten of them are in effect. Um, they the the guards up in the north gate report that they have not they have heard things throughout the night. However, they have not been able to see anything. When you enter the city proper, you yourself do not see any uh, goblins at all. You do see, looking out on to the west, um, so to your right from the boulevard you can see evidence of their passing, right? Like you can see like trampled grasses. Um, uh, I don't know what else you would see, but you, you could, you could see that there was definitely something moving around there last night, which obviously, right. Um, I see scat and things like that, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Now, um, John, do these, do the, do the um, underground uh, dwelling goblins, do they have kind of an aversion to sunlight or would they be fine coming up anytime if they wanted to? It's, it's not like a mechanical aversion, but yes, if they can help it, they'd rather be in the dark. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. But they themselves, even when you met them down below, they actually were carrying torches and things like that. Um, so, hmm. you know, like um, I would think that most like sentient creatures, even if they have infravision, would prefer to be in light. Um, you know what I mean? Even if it's not necessarily sunlight, you know? Right. Um, I, I think it's only like, like really like animalistic sort of creatures with an infravision that don't have any choice. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so anyways, on the pyramid, which you at the nighttime used to, you saw like numerous goblins that were hanging out in the steps there. There's nothing there, nothing at all. Right. It just seems normal. Uh, move past the Oak. You go down the boulevard, past the obelisk of the sun, which you now uh, may have, may or may not have a certain thing that may fit in the obelisk of the sun. Oh yeah, I was going to ask the the onks that we have. So we we have two onks, right? One of one of them is in the vault. Is that correct? And no, you I think have we have them other? all on us. Oh, I we do. Silver, I have the silver onk. But there's that new one, the new fancy one. That's yeah, the, the one I have. The new the new one that we just got in the, from the laboratory. Right. And we got the earlier one from the um, uh, sarcophagus, right? As far as I know, everyone that got an onk has it on them because we haven't wanted to leave them behind because we might need them. Yeah. So we... Yost oh. has one. That. We yeah. found two uh, earlier. One in the sarcophagus and one somewhere else. I can't remember now. Um, oh, Yost has the first one? Remember how he got... That's how he found us. He had a, an onk. Oh no, that was a, a holy symbol. Are you? Yeah. This is different. Are they this not is the same thing. No, no, no. This was... no, I have a I have a, a foot long silver onk, bejeweled onk. Yeah, the symbol and, of thought is different. Yeah, and remember there was a mummy oh. in one of the sarcophagi that had one similar. I'm confused, then, John. I thought all this time we were talking about onks. No. So no. how many? Okay, so Yost has a symbol of thought, which is not an onk. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's like an ibis. We, oh, it's an ibis. Yeah, I, I, uh, oh. Avaricios has an, a holy symbol that's in the shape of a baboon. Uh, no big deal. I'm just pointing it out that you're going uh, past the obelisk. Do you, if, if you want to do something yeah. with that onk, you let me know. You want to try to climb okay, up? So and- in that case, we only have one onk. 
The other things we found were holy symbols of Thoth. I just assumed they were all Ankhs, though, is the thing. Oh, we have to look because I, I remember we we got that. I don't think we sold it. Um, yeah, there was the, the mummy was holding it in one of the um, in one of the sarcophagi, and it was the equivalent to the one that David has now that he found in the, um, the laboratory. I thought it was not the equivalent. I thought it was the equivalent of because I remember we op- hold on. I'll find the notes because I remember we opened up the chest. And there was something in that that Plumthorne. Oh no! This this was not, not with the with the with the um, halflings. I, right, this was well well before. This was in the oh. room with the spikes that shot up. Yep. Yeah. And it was an onk. Yeah. So we have two onks. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> yeah, wait, I'm sorry, guys. We'll, like, just, we'll no, do something wait. later. I, like, yeah, let's do it. This, this, is like, this is like a Norm McDonald bit right now. We're gonna yeah. be here for 30 minutes talking about onks. <laughs> no, I mean, just there's a treasure tracker. It says mm-hmm. holy symbol of cloth. If one of them's yeah. an onk, somebody should have pointed that out to me. You've all seen the document. I know it David's is not. even it on is not. I have I have on my list a silver onk with. Um, Let's see. From the laboratory. Chased red glass from the laboratory. From the laboratory. And the question is, Matt says we found an Ankh elsewhere. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll backtrack and we'll figure it out. We can can figure it out off camera, I think. Fine. Well, it's important now that we agree that we have one if we're going to try and do something with the obelisk. Well, let's let's not do something with the obelisk now. Okay, fine. Yeah, and we'll just do it later. Okay, so... uh, yeah, you move you move past the obelisk and uh, uh, to the west along the wall till you get to the um, hand itself, and you make your way down, all the way down. Uh, when you emerge uh, off of the Arden Vader and you are completely soaked by the waters of the long fall, you are greeted by a full Conroy, which is uh, nine members of the Knights of the Azure Shield with lances lowered in a semicircle around you. Um, as you have come down, um, uh, they they look like menacingly at you, right? Like because you're, you know, according to them, it, it, that should only be operated with one of them escorting, right? Um, I assume you show your badge. Oh yeah, our pins, our invader badges. The moment they see that, and then the chased emerald that is also in that badge as well, they immediately raise their their lances and they um, they look at you strangely, like you don't really recognize them that way any of them but they like they they don't really understand like why you have the badge but they don't question it and they immediately like put up their lances and allow you to pass um as you move down the imperial road um you pass by that construction that was going on at the old tower where you where you met that uh that ghost or (laughs) specter right um that uh it's been like four days or so since the last time you saw it so but the, the work is continuing apace um, there's a lot of masons and all that kind of stuff. It also jogs your wow. memory. When you see all of the work that's going on in the masons, you remember what they told you. I believe what Eusebia told you um, is that uh, almost all of the available skilled labor in this arena is being used for this building right here. Oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah. So there goes, there goes our tower. Uh, oh, just one quick. We didn't really say this one way or the other. Did we leave um, our retainers um, up at the Broken Head, or are they coming with us? I'm assuming we kind of left them at the Broken Head, maybe to help. I was assuming you took them, but it's up to you. I would rather take them because of what happened to uh, uh, Dalton's darlings as soon as we turned our back on them. Oh, Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's keep them with us. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm down with I'm down with that. Yeah. Okay, so you. I'm just getting the old map up here. People haven't seen this one for a while. So you move on down the uh, the Imperial Road, and I'm gonna make a real quick check here. One moment, please. Okay, an uneventful trip in this blustery, drizzly day as you move down the road, um, come up from uh, to Gosterwick from the south through the Imperial Gate, um, and uh, yeah, you move into town, and the town is bustling as normal. Seems right. to be still like a large influx of uh, adventuring types and uh, folk of all manner of sorts as you kind of move up the uh, Imperial Way. And where would you like to go? Oh, it's, oh by the way, um, that took uh, it's a six-hour journey, so it is now two o'clock in the afternoon. I would like to get some things identified. Um, we have at least three or four things that we're identifying. So, uh, yeah, we got two wands, actually, a periapt and the guardian's iron spear. Right. So um, that, that would be 800 I, gold, right, to identify? Uh, yeah, what was the price that I had for identify? I think I it was think 200. It was 200, yeah. Sounds it was right. either 100 or 200. It was an even... Yeah, okay. But they love us now. I mean, I, I think maybe we might not want to bring in the... Um, Laryl's uh, artifacts into because that's where we were first ratted out to Wick Trimmer. Those guys uh, did rat us out, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I could you know keep the cloak and the pin and the bag probably could just be hidden, right? Roll I, them up in a backpack or something. Uh, we could. Uh, do we want to? Um, I, we could. We could do this. We could give the pin and the bag to um, on Weir. It could be invisible while we're in there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love this idea. <laughs> what could go wrong? We trust him. He's a good guy. What okay, we can, we can whip through this stuff pretty quick. So okay. wait, you, okay. you, I, I think we're overthinking it, guys. Yeah. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I think, uh, to meta talk a little bit uh, and feel free to disagree. I think if we approach every visit to the bank with the caution that we're going to get murdered for having Laurel's gear, it's going to really devolve into a lot of hemming and hawing yeah. every time. So mm-hmm. we can either just like go with it and just accept the worst, or uh, well, not we can come say, back to the bank. yeah, we 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 go in uh, cautiously with these things uh, out of view. Right. You can also take your stuff yeah. out of the rarities factor and try to deposit in one of the other factors. Yes. Um, it's just that you won't get the um, the deal that Eusebia was able to broker for you. I just don't know. It's... I don't know if it's worth, worth like getting uh, extremely paranoid about. Which are... No. <laughs> just, right now just... we're just identifying stuff. So yeah. let's do that first. Yeah, so you're going to do that so... at the Arcane Practitioner's Guild. So it's going to be 200 each. Yeah. So what are you identifying? The two ones? Two wands, the iron, black iron spear, and the periapt with the orange thing in it. Okay, cool. So uh, the wands. Okay, the first one is a wood. Uh, uh, yes, the you wood wand is a wand of detect evil. Cool, that'll be handy. Um, it works as the cleric spell of the first level. Um. And they can actually determine the number of charges for you. Ooh. Nice. Twelve charges. Ooh. Nice. 
Okay. We test it by pointing it at Anweir. <laughs> it melts. <laughs> and, the, and the unicorn horn. Yes, the unicorn horn one. Um, this one, uh, when they hand it back to you, they actually have it wrapped up in a cloth and they give it to you and they're like, you may want to leave this with us. They tell you it is cursed. They Ooh. tell you. Oh. Um, but uh, thankfully, it is not something that binds itself to the bearer. Um, but uh, you should be aware that this is a uh, a a wand that appears that it would be able to to detect enemies or danger, but um, at the same time, it also warns all nearby enemies that you are present. So yeah. you can detect them, but they can detect you at the same time. Sounds like a great gift to another person. <laughs> um, you you, there is the possibility that you could you could put that to use in some way. Yeah, I was just I was just, so, I was just thinking. You know, like, so, so it's actually it's technically called stuff. Yeah. it's called a cursed wand of alarms. Um, so it works as a wand of enemy detection, but it's infused with the powerful curse that whenever you expend the charge, the user will be surprised by any enemy encountered in the next one to three turns. Huh. Um, and and it's. In addition, friends of the wielder within 20 feet, so basically the party members, um, suffer a penalty of one pip uh, to surprise rolls for the same duration. So basically, like your surprise is jacked while you're after after you use the wand. What? Uh, how many charges does it have? Uh, I'll check for you there. That was six charges left. And um, okay. uh, so the user will be surprised by any enemy encountered in the next how many turns? One to three turns. One to three. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, then the Black Iron Spear is literally called yeah. the Black Iron Spear. Um, black Iron, cool. single barb, five foot long, heavy as fuck. Um, uh, as I said, uh, you know that only strength of 17 or higher can wield it effectively. It is a plus one spear. It is plus two versus humanoids. The wizards of the um, of the uh, school of the uh, tower um, are very pleased to see this. As they, they they have heard of these things that oftentimes Arcantian constructs of old were known to wield them, but they have never seen one in the wild before. We bring all the best shit to the sages. They have to be like really two do. two guys have to carry that one back out to you. It was just like yes, uh, I knew it was good. We also uh, have a we also have a. I, you'll know better than I, Ted, because they were mostly gotten while I was away. We have several scrolls that I've thrown in my scroll well, case. Let's get the periapt here first, and then oh, yeah, sorry, you have some scrolls. Okay, the periapt is a periapt. It's, it's a classic. It's a classic D and D one. The periapt of proof against poison. Um. So, right on. What you do? It's actually pretty cool. So when you find it, you got to roll a d10. Uh, determine the magnitude. I don't. Does it tell me what the magnitude is here? Uh, let's see. Nope, it does not. Um, so I have to roll. Let's let's find that out, shall we? Three. Uh, so it. Uh, so it's going to give you a plus one bonus on saves against poison. Um, and you have a flat 10% of just avoiding, of resisting the poison, uh, uh, completely. 
Yeah. So basically, like you, if you encounter poison, uh, based upon what I rolled, you would um, you would roll ten percent first, and if you fail that, then you get to make a normal saving throw. But that saving throw gets a plus one. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. Cool. Makes sense. Yeah. Um. So that's eight hundred gold to identify all that. Yes. All right. We'll take that out of our party funds. To uh, identify four items. Okay. Anything else you want to identify? Well, uh, then, yeah. yeah, so David's correct that there, that pile we found also, uh, of course, we have the five arcanum things, but we know what that is. And there were two arcane scrolls. Are they going to charge us 200 to identify those as well? Uh, let's see. We also had the scrolls from the spider webs, the mummy, and uh, the Hall of Heroes. We haven't identified yeah, we any scrolls, huh? We have never yeah. identified any scrolls because we were assuming eventually that David would get his read magic back. And <laughs> well, I will, but we have to focus. <laughs> True. True. That's, that's one reason I don't want to get uh, waylaid by the witch rumor uh, conspiracy. Is I have not yeah. had a spell book in like ten weeks. <laughs> so I'm going to say for read magic. Um, based upon what Estelle's prices would be for something similar that read magic, I'm going to call a 75 gold expense. Oh, that's nothing. It's not nothing because we got a lot of scrolls. <laughs> well, I mean, we can, we can do a few and then, you know, then our magic user has something to use, right? But doesn't he need in order to use them as scrolls? He still needs read magic, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't oh, even use so them. You so never mind. That's why yeah. I, I forgot. Yeah. I can't use them. Yeah, right, I so, say we so just, you know. that. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yes, that's true. You would have yeah. to be able to decipher them. Um, they could tell you what they are, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's not worth it. We do have a green uh, vial and an ether vial that I have on my person. Oh yes, two potions that you never. Um, and there's two potions that uh, that we that um, Yost is carrying as well that we don't exactly have. Uh, yeah, but we can taste those and get an idea without spending a thousand more gold. We did, and the the two that Yost has are were a very weird. I did not understand them at all. <laughs> trying to find where we did that, but um, I I'm I'm pretty happy at this point, honestly, having identified what we did. That's fine. I'm just gonna uh, probably not carry around these vials if we don't know what they are, because it takes up inventory space. So. Uh, so where did you find them? Uh, I don't know. Ted told me. About uh, yeah, hold on. So the ones that Onweir has, um, let's see here. Seemingly empty vial and the green gunk potion. Oh, I don't know if I recorded it. I, they might have been found with this Laurel. This is from Ross Kelly. Well, the green gunk is 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 the stuff that, um, the, that, the, half, that the halflings were making. Okay. Oh, the uh, mortality. Oh. Mm-hmm. Maybe we did test the seemingly empty one. It seems very familiar now. Um, Was it part of uh, Plumthorne's stash? Yeah, I think so. That might have been yeah. the ones that Ghost has. Going going forward, you guys should always note like where the circumstances were where you found an item because 
yeah. since I'm not identifying him for you, I need to be able to look like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. just look him back like this. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I have some of them recorded, but I didn't get everything on my chart. These two are listed as from Ross Kelly on the, okay. on the uh, Excel sheet. Ross Kelly, okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I know what it is now. <laughs> <laughs> How much do we have to pay you, John? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you give me? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I know what it is. What do you want to do? Anyway. Well, how, how are our group funds looking after this uh, uh, big expenditure there, Ted? Um, so currently we have total on deposit about 5,600 gold. And we've got a big old uh, leg up top that we could sell. Mm -hmm. So um, <laughs> is it another 200 to identify potions? Yeah. Each? Okay. Why don't we? Why we don't, don't we just we don't, do it? We're let's here. Just, let's just do it. Let's, let's do just, it. Let's do, let's do the potion. We don't need to deal with the mortality one because I already know what it is. So what's the yeah. what's the Ross Kelly one, John? The potion of invisibility. Cool. Okay, so the seemingly empty vial. Yeah. Potion of invisibility, and then um, Yost has two. But he's carrying the um, red moat and the viscous orange. And I feel like we did taste those. I'm just trying to find my notes on that. Because uh, I think we did that before we went back underground. Okay. Well, let's not you take up screen time with it. You said, uh, you say C's oh. faces change shape and euphoric question mark, lightheaded yes. question mark. Yes. So the red moat one gave some euphoria and made him lightheaded, and the viscous yeah. orange one had faces changing shape. I, I yep. just need to know where they were. Oh. Not blonde vague. Blonde oh, yeah. What? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got him. I think they were from that area. There. They were yeah. They were from blonde vague. from blonde vague. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so what are they? We'll are do you, it. We'll you're going to spend it? Okay. So yeah. uh, one is a potion of polymorph self. Love it. The other is one that you've never heard of before. This is a potion of singing birds. The uh, Ar the Arcane Practitioners Club is more than happy to give you the lowdown on this one. Um, this was an invention of a famous alchemist known as Plotina. Plotina the Alchemist. Um, it's a golden liquid with bright red moats. That's what I told you, right? Yeah. Line? Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, it can either be consumed or you can throw it as a grenade. Either way, the victim must spend one to three rounds stumbling about in a daze watching illusionary singing birds go around there. Uh, <laughs> but it's pretty cool because you can actually like okay. lob it at someone. If it breaks on them, they'll they'll have the same effect. Gotcha. All right. Cool. Okay. What about polymorph self? Polymorph self, man. Gotcha. Yep. That's, uh, that's okay. a good so shit. Six hundred off of that. So um, that means um, I'm going to rename oh. them on the sheet. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So do you have uh, them under? Do you have them under Yoast or are you are you on the 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 shared notes? I'm on Treasure Tracker. Just renaming your uh, to the correct name. 
Okay. I see it. And I'll, I'll know where we got them there. So one thing you notice as you guys are moving about town and doing your errands is that there is a notable increased presence of private guards that are in front of a number of wealthy houses and residences and certain business establishments. An increased presence of security. Um, huh. in, addis- in, in addition, you're not really sure if it has something to do with it. Who knows? But there ap- appears to be a lot of everyday commoners and folk uh, in the streets and stuff like that seem to be a lot more jubilant and festive than normal. Um, and you hear on the street, like, it seems like, like spontaneous sometimes parades and um, uh, get together seem to be happening on street corners where people are having a good time and throwing one back. And you hear a number of uh, juicy bits of gossip about something that's uh, been going around that's been called the mice lucre has been has been <laughs> called around. You, you, you hear you hear notes, uh, you hear people gossiping about streets paved with gold. Gosterwick streets are paved with gold these days that Lucreon has blessed us with his presence. Um, and the one Lucreon. that Lucreon. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, I oh. know that, that, that imposter. That <laughs> Lucreon is the Take God of off. the God of wealth and commerce, of course. Um, and, um, and one that uh, particularly perks your ears a lot um, is uh, you hear a num- number of people claiming that Laryl walks among us. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, that's good. But the commoners seem to be in a much better mood than normal, and the uh, the upper classes seem to be in a much worse mood than normal for some strange reason. I wonder how that could have happened. <laughs> it has yeah, led you know, to... You, you... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, you leave town for a couple of days and the whole place turns topsy-turvy. I don't know what with that. <laughs> um, there seem to be like a lot of like um, impromptu mask wearing um, in the shape of, of uh, mice. Uh, you know, like, like people are like wearing like mice hats and things like that, you know. Um, and uh, the trade-off is, is that there is a much more like militant presence in military presence in town right like uh, uh, everything seems everything valuable seems to be guarded right like there's a lot more lot, a lot more like weapons being shown and brandished and things like that right a lot more pushing and shoving of like the lower folk if they if they get a little bit too close to certain stalls or something like that right that oh. that's that you see you're seeing that but the the common folks just don't seem to give a shit really they're like whatever you know so okay just letting you know that's oh. happening Oh, okay. All right. I've, I've got to. I've got to do some thinking on how to get my guy some credit. <laughs> uh Anyways, uh, yeah. So, what else do you want to do? Uh, let's. Oh, I. I would like to. Uh, while we're in town, um, uh, hire uh, uh, a, a torchbearer <laughs> slash uh, butt wiper, because the hook is <laughs> just not. Just not cutting it. <laughs> Got it. Oh wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna back off. It does cut it a little bit, but um, okay. Uh, yeah. So just um, uh, uh, a torchbearer because I don't like having to set the the lantern down and pick it back up, and you know sometimes you get the niche and you can't quite reach it. Sure, totally understandable. So you can easily find someone at um, the. Uh, the muddy puddle where you found someone before. I think that's where you picked up Yon when back in the day. Um, so you just want like a normal zero level person, right? Yeah, I literally just want a torchbearer because um, 
you know, we've got um, uh, we've got a lot of uh, uh, NPCs that we're sharing shares with, and this I just want to like hire at a flat rate to um, stay out of trouble, hold the hold the torch back in the back. Sure. So and be uh, ready to run. Uh, what do you want to pay this person? Uh, uh, I want to be generous. Uh, what's mm, uh, uh, what's it like? You know, uh, what like ten would ten gold a day in the junk? Is that cheap? Is that that's high? I think that's, that's high, high for a torch bearer. But that's it'll probably get you a plus one hiring modifier. Um, I guess. Yeah, you know what? I I I want the best. Um, you know, I want the good. I want the good guy. I, you know, I'm not I'm not cheap. I just paid the, you know, twelve gold to the the guards on the tower just to, so they can buy drinks. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll, uh, ten ten gold a day to accompany us down into the dungeon. Stay out of trouble. Hold the light. Stay in the back. Uh, are you offering a share of loot? Uh, I uh, for a torchbearer. They don't usually get the share of loot, do they? That's more of a wage. No, 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 no shares for no fighting. Okay, but 10, 10 gold a day, right? 10 gold a day. Okay, so are you doing this publicly? Like you walk into the place and you're like, I'm looking to hire a torchbearer. I'll pay, I'll pay whatever man steps up 10 gold, that sort of thing. Or are you like, do you find somebody who's likely and they're like, you, I'll pay you 10 gold, that sort of thing? Uh, uh, no, I don't. I don't want any. Uh, I don't want any scrubs. I'm not going to make a public announcement. I'm going to look at somebody who has the eye of the tiger, the, the, <laughs> the, that drive. It's going to be the best damn torch bearer you've ever seen. Gotcha. Okay. When those monsters attack, that torch isn't going to flicker a bit. Gotcha. Okay. I'm going to roll a D percent to see if it's male or female. Uh, so we'll call it uh, 50 or under is male. Um, let me get to. Uh... There we go. Fifty nine. It's female. Okay. And then I'm going to roll a little bit of action here with the name generator, and we got. Okay. All right. This is uh, Elizabeth. Is her name? Elizabeth. Okay. Yes. We'll say that she is a put-upon serving wench at the muddy puddle. She's headed up to here. Headed up to here with serving ungrateful adventurers. And uh, and she is jonesing to do any other, any other work. She doesn't care what it is. Um, and whenever you are like, uh, I'll give you 10 gold a day, she is absolutely like, <laughs> she's right up. So what is your normal loyalty score based upon your charisma? Uh, let me pull up my sheet and I will tell you. Uh, I believe it's a plus one. Uh, yeah, my charisma is 14, so that should be a plus one. Uh, that's plus one to your reaction rolls, but what what, what is your actual loyalty oh. score? Uh, my actual... Uh, 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 I don't know where my loyalty score is. I can it, find it's, here. It's, I'm, I'm on it. What's your, your charisma's 14? Yeah. Okay, so your I, loyalty says, is eight. So I'm actually oh, okay. going to give you plus two to that because your your wage is like way exorbitant, like way over what you would normally pay someone like this. So uh, she is more than happy to 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 stay close by your side. Um, so she's going to have a loyalty of ten. 
which means basically if she rolls 2d6 and hits 10 or below on that 2d6, then she stays with you, basically. Um, so okay. it's, it's really good. Uh, so you now have two. Um, you have a maximum of five retainers that you can have based upon your charisma. You now have two. Okay. Okay. So you have okay. Nyal and uh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Um, and, uh, uh, Lysion, Lysion smiles on the uh, servers uh, uh, of drinks. So cool. We'll, we'll say she has like dirty blonde hair that she basically keeps loosely tied back with like a single band. Um, but she she shows every sign of being sort of that, that young but put upon serving girl, right? Like where her hair is like wispy and out of place. And um, she's basically only wearing like a frock right now. Uh, but uh, you're required, of course, to outfit her whatever she needs. Uh, but she looks like she could definitely... Um, she's She has uh, strong arms from holding trays above her heads and carrying oh, yeah, you got to tons of mugs yeah. um okay some, some armor and a backpack all the oil she can carry exactly yeah so elizabeth welcome to the party uh anyone else want to hire a retainer i uh, was thinking about it originally but now i'm a little concerned about hiring more goblins to be perfectly blunt <laughs> i have some goblins waiting in the wings for you mort should you wish uh yeah, I'd, I'd like to carry a uh, hire a bearer to keep spare shield and um, helmet and stuff on. Would you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, give me one second. Uh, while you're uh, thinking, John, I, I know that. Uh, uh, well, Mike, you know, you know, uh, peace be on him wherever he is. Um, uh, was also probably interested in hiring somebody, so m- maybe we can say when he comes back that when he was down here that he had a chance yeah we'll give him a right we'll give him a retrofit yeah because he did he definitely did want to get someone um so we won't take that away from him since his uh, he was known to want that okay so um i've got uh i've got two here mort let's see yep yeah i'm I'm looking for somebody with a strong back and uh and no ties to wick trimmer. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you don't know. They, they claim that they don't have any ties to wick, wick trimmer. You have one goblin. His name's Guppy. This goblin, Guppy, uh, his gray skin. He yeah. has no no neck at all, right? But he's completely bug-eyed, right? So it's basically just like big two bulbous eyes sitting on top of like a round body and, t- and skinny, skinny little arms and legs, right? With big feet, right? Um, and... Uh, he is a second level goblin. Um, he has a, a 13, 13 strength, 15. His standout traits is he has a 13 strength and a 15 intelligence. Um, his other things are relatively average. Um, okay. He's wielding Just- studded leather and he has two daggers. Okay. That's Guppy. Guppy rocks. Guppy. The other John, one. If, yeah, if, yeah. If, if we make a noise to his side, does his whole body turn? <laughs> Uh, the other one is Codswallop. Uh, Codswallop. Codswallop is another second level goblin. Oh, yeah. He has um, orange skin. Um, he has Yoda like ears, like a, like yeah, straight out yeah. to the side, and he's a hunch. And he's hunchbacked. Um, he has a fourteen strength. The rest of his stuff is relatively average. Um, he is wielding, however, um, he's much more of a warrior type. He's wearing studded leather, but he has a short bow and a warhammer. Man. 
Couldn't both. get any of the pretty goblins. You had to get the pretty goblins. They're both pretty awesome. If you ask me, the pretty goblins. So Codswallop has a charisma of eight, and Guppy has also a charisma of eight. So you're kind of you kind of shit out of oh luck with lord. that. <laughs> oh my lord! What? All they're right, great. Well, These guys are awesome. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> I should have them uh, like uh, bum fight for the right to join us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which one would you like? And then we yeah, kind of right, have to well, end it there. Uh, uh, I think uh, the yeah, the stronger one, but he's got a hunchback. Yeah, like, man. are you gonna be able to fit a backpack on it, that it's, thing? It's just aesthetic. What what hump? <laughs> you know. I can't believe right, you're disappointed. Yeah. You're disappointed with your with my retainers. They they sound pretty awesome. These guys are awesome. <laughs> okay, Podswallop it shall be. Sorry, I love these I'm guys the moment I generated them. These, these eyeballs are weirding me out, man. I, I We're going to hire Codswallop. Codswallop? Okay. How much are you willing to pay? Um, Maybe Codswallop doesn't want to associate with you. Yeah. Well, I think the uh, the going rate... Are we paying Yoast? Uh, well, he gets a share, right? Because he's... Isn't he... I can't remember what your terms were, but make sure you have them oh, down. We'll have to check it out, yeah. Find that, yeah. Um. So Codswallop, uh, he he's also worth ten gold pieces a day for sure, because he's a goblin. Um, no, he's worth ten piece gold pieces a day because he's hiring on to the AV club. He gets an extra two gold pieces a day because he's a goblin. And <laughs> of course, uh, uh, let's see. Yost gets a half share. Sam gets a half share. Nyal gets a half share. Do we really want to have any more half shares? We kind of do, right? And we're going to have to give a half share to whoever Mike gets. If you don't give a share, yeah. if you don't give a, a share, then then they won't fight, right? They're not going to do like adventuring shit for you. They'll just carry shit, you know. But but this this guy's capable. He's a second level goblin, so he's like a true adventurer. But he's he's totally happy to like stay out of violence's way if he if he if that's what you ask him to do. But um, if you if you wanted to fight, he demands a share, like a half share. What do you think, guys? You willing to sp- split with more money in order to have more hammers land on more heads? Uh, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever you know, whatever you're feeling, man. Whatever you're feeling. All right, he'll die rapidly anyway. Okay, we're going to give him a half share. <laughs> okay, mark da- mark down the terms. Okay, twelve Cod, a day. Cod Swallop door opener. Cod's Cod Swallop is he is also super freaking jazzed. Um. You okay. are what's your charisma there, uh, tough guy? Thirteen, basically the same as Matt. Okay, yeah. So your loyalty for Codswallop is also ten. Thanks okay. for that uh, extremely generous offer. Um, and uh, Codswallop and Lizbeth give each other high fives. You're like, man, we fucking nailed it. <laughs> this is the best yeah. outfit to belong to anywhere. <laughs> in the I'm meantime, sh- in, in my in my mind's eye, I'm like seeing all of. <laughs> <laughs> trustees being ripped to shreds by <laughs> yeah exactly you're like yeah oh, we'll and what that. was his name oh, oh onwin oh, oh. onwin yeah like onwin just died you're just I be mean, taking that money back and putting it right back into funeral expenses soon enough basically yeah i mean mort was mort's the only success story so far for retainers yeah uh, yeah and what a success he was um anyways okay so uh is there anything else you wanted to do in town 
pick up the spear or halberd or whatever it is. The, yeah, pick the, up the spear. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So halberd, we can just yeah. we can just roll right through that. You can go to the rarities factor, and assuming Fine. you're not going to poke the hornet's nest that is whip trimmer, no, you can go no. in there and you can just literally just make a transaction, and you take you take that Bane. Okay. Do we want to store stuff here as well, or are we going to start storing <laughs> elsewhere? Um, because I don't need to have a bunch of potions on me. I think you should. There's there is I believe on the treasure tracker. There's a wick trimmer column. Uh, you want to stick anything in the wick trimmer column? It's go right ahead. The, right now, it has a two-handed flail, toss priest robes, the holy symbol, and I realized that I forgot to add the uh, the spear to that. But um, so we can figure that stuff out, like because we have to end the yeah. session anyways. But um, you yeah, can we'll start figure it out later. That's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Whatever you guys want to do off time, you can um, you can dump that stuff here, and we can consider it. But if oh, there's nothing yeah. else major you want to do in town, we can just call it and say that you're going to be moving back um, to Ardenville. Is that is that is that the plan? Yes, hundred yes. percent. Yeah. Okay. It'll so that's fair. Um, if, you you, if you would have to. That there are no Freemasons available. Then yeah. Uh, yeah, that's basically the case. Like. You could you could scrounge together a few, but the prices are so exorbitant it would be like way beyond your 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 uh, capability to afford it right now. You know what I mean? Okay. Because they, yep. you know, it's it's a what do you call it a uh, seller's market? Um, yeah, yeah. So okay. the other thing is is that because of the time it takes to to identify these items, right? Um, uh, you would have to stay here a night. So you okay. can take advantage of the your deal at the stunned acolyte if you wish. It's three GP yeah. a person is the is cool. the discounted rate that you have, but you get like the, like the absolute best, you know, in in town. This the private suite and all that sort of stuff. That, last time you were here, you were meeting with the Dalton's darlings and planning your uh, right. assault on the halflings. Remember? Um, I'll mark that off on on the party cash here. So it's three of us: uh, Neal, Yost, Sam. And now also Codswallop and Lisbeth, right? Yeah. yeah. That's but eight? Yeah. Or do uh, they not all stay with us? That's fine. Yeah. We can we can figure that out as well. I don't want to spend the time at the end of the session figuring out the rates. But anyways, right, okay. you stay you stay at the stun acolyte. Um everyone um uh pays up and uh you have a great night's sleep. You do notice that the stun acolyte uh, as well, things have definitely changed there. Like things have not changed at the muddy puddle at all. In fact, if anything's changed at the muddy puddle, it's everyone's like happy and drinking, and there's plenty of people to hire and all that sort of stuff because the influx of adventurers. The stunt acolyte, um, being a much more refined and upper class place, um, has um, there's a dour tone to it when you stay there, um, and there seems to be everyone is sort of watching each other warily, and there seems to be a lot of tension in the air among the clientele and the and the um, and the staff and uh it, you don't see you see very few guests who can afford to stay at the stun acolyte who are not being accompanied by a personal guard oh okay for some strange that reason i wonder why that might be mm. <laughs> um uh, so before uh, we can roll later it doesn't really matter before we go to bed um uh uh av would uh use both of his um uh healing uh cure light wounds on um on Nial. okay uh because he's down still quite a bit from his total yeah sure let's just do a quick die roll over that okay so that's uh uh he's gonna cast both so i'll roll 2d6 and then add two to the total okay uh okay that's uh seven on the dice so uh nine, nine total great uh doesn't i don't think he's at full right but he's pretty close right 
Uh, his uh, yeah, he's back up to thirty, and his max is thirty six. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so we'll just why don't we just uh, I, I, I'm cool with hand waving this. Do you want to? If it's cool with you guys, unless there's something else you want to do on the way up, what I'd like to do is pick it up next time. Um, whether you have made it back back safely to the plateau and you have just exited off of the hand and you are at the southern end of Ardenbool. I like it. Yeah. Can we, can we okay? just hand wave some supplies that we'll buy for the henchmen and stuff? Yeah, we can do that all the all that basic uh, yeah, okay. yeah, that Great. stuff offline. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I I don't want to rush you, but I do want to hand wave stuff that we don't need to spend time on. Um if there is anything else like narratively wise or something that you really want to do that's in town i don't want to rush you through that and say you can't do it so just tell me and we can pick up a costume next time right um but uh but if you're okay with just getting back to like the meat of things we can just go right back to arden bull yeah we need to do meat i mean uh, uh av is definitely like trying to cook up you know some more plots to mess with the uh, folks in gosterwick but i don't think he's ready to do it in such a short time frame he's, he's going to think about it and plan okay. something yeah gosterwick will be here you can always go back right um right. okay cool so you just go back the very next day uh well rested oh you also gain everyone else gains another hit point back right a natural nice. hit point uh, so don't forget to mark that down uh and uh i think we'll call it there right uh, that'll be that'll be it we'll pick it up next time at the very top of the art invader as uh, i i get to see what they plan to do next because i have no idea what their plans are <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody uh don't forget uh, you've been watching 3d6 down the line and also please don't forget to go check out the brand new spanking shiny new website 3d6 down the line.com you can find all the info you could ever possibly want about our campaigns and us over there um and let us know what you think about it and in the meantime have a great week everybody and we will see you next time bye now Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Thanks, John. Thanks, John.